Material Components Episode 71 Eldritch Invocations Greetings and welcome to Material Components, the actual play RPG show all about intelligent items and the adventurers who love them. I am your humble dungeon master, Mike Argoni, and joining me, as always, are my stalwart adventurers. Hey, adventurers, thanks for being here. Thanks for having us. You tied me up and said I, I had to play D&D with you. I don't have a choice. <laughs> You hold me prisoner just so I can play D and D with yeah. you, Mike. We're all separate, but there's like a like video feeds on all of us, and if we don't play, Mike pulls a switch and we all die. Would you yes. like to play a game? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we are, Mike. Every week we play a game. With you. There's nothing I would rather be doing. Mike, I just want to compliment you on the bone mazes you built. Um, they're quite intricate. Yeah. Yeah. This elaborate, almost Rube Goldberg-esque way of killing me is yeah. beautiful. It's really impressive. Via a year and a half long D&D campaign. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, guys. Um... I'm Olivia, and I am not here against my will, but I am playing Tears of Cloakbearer, Child of the Outer Storm. Uh, my name is Elliot, and I am playing Cherish Ironstrike, the Tiefling Sorcerer, and I do have Stockholm Syndrome. Hmm. <laughs> my name is Michael, and I am playing Sid Emberlight, half-elf rogue, resident sad boy. For this uh, arc, anyways. Wow. Uh... And I'm Grawl, and I'll be playing Reed Morris, the uh, barista slash actor. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. When we when we did our Dresden Files campaign, I did for occupation. I did put actor, uh, and in parentheses, that means that I am a receptionist. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the question is like, oh, you're an actor at which at which restaurant? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 but I'm pretty sure you're in fact Grawl, the Hobgoblin Warlock. Right. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Sorry, I was getting into character. Um, <laughs> but yeah, which one, yeah. Reed? Yeah. Which are, are, are they different? One. Are they different? Who knows? I'm a dude. This guy's is a dude playing another dude. All right. Yeah. Layers. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm also Shrek too. <laughs> he is Shrek no. the whole time. <laughs> yep. Uh, hi, I'm Reed, and I'll be playing Grawl, the Hobgoblin Warlock. Indeed. That was a long one. And as we take that long walk down a short road, I'd like to ask you all the same question I ask every time, and that is, do you remember what happened last time? Werewolves! Uh, werewolves. 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 Yeah. Briefly, he was a werewolf the whole time. I was a werewolf the whole time. <laughs> But it was a, a like a, a, a the transformation itself was fairly brief. Yes. Yes, but I mean, like the whole thing took like a god, like a hot forty-five minutes tops. Mm. Yeah, you guys yeah. <laughs> yeah, you guys. Yeah, you guys stopped that. We spent four hours doing it. 
Uh, yeah, so we had to had to track him down and get him. It's true, and get him you did. Uh, after <laughs> some swift and de- decisive splitting of the party, which for the first time in perhaps D&D history was the correct <laughs> thing to do. Uh, <laughs> you Finally, after all of our <laughs> failed attempts, final word. You did what adventurers do best, and that's get the problem into a headlock and wrestle it into submission uh, and wait um, for your buddies we, to catch up. I'd like to roll to choke out this fucking werewolf. We did blow up, well, blow up a sub-problem, too, which was the beginnings of a werewolf plague um, sprouting up. Yeah. That's yeah, true. That's, I'm sure that won't haunt us. Look, with some div- divisive and uh, quick thinking, you made some very uh, terminal decisions that put a stop <laughs> to the God. the werewolf problem here in Fair Aim, Seer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. We should have just we should have just let the werewolf plague, you know, happen. Mm-hmm. Look, Desperate this, times. This yeah. could have I very mean, easily shunted cool. over to a uh, a bloodborne campaign, but y'all didn't want to go that way, and I respect that. Mm-hmm. If only there were other pandemics we could uh, solve as easily. Anyway, yeah, we did that, and then we got him home. Just breezing past the pandemic thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Lucidian um, was sad with his with his many many resources from being a rich important person. What does he do? Fuck. Um, do you? <laughs> uh, got a, a druid of some kind, yeah, to come remove the curse, and we all kind of vented at him a little bit. There was a, a big stretch of telling Lucidian Lyodon damn near everything. And boy howdy was there a lot to tell him and indeed he was quite shocked by some of the things you had to say. He did not handle it as well as I maybe would have hoped but also it makes sense. He handled it fairly well. He <laughs> laughed at the whole thing. Yeah. But kind of in a good way. Like, you know, like, <laughs> oh my god, it's such a clusterfuck. Yeah, which, I mean, like, welcome to the club. I was yeah, just no. hoping, like, like, uh, me, Tirza, was hoping, like, oh, this responsible adult, please help us. I'm trying. No. We're <laughs> desperately searching for a responsible adult I know. to just tell us how to fix everything. <laughs> That's we're getting to that point. Is. <laughs> we're getting to that point in young adulthood where you realize that adults are just larger children, <laughs> and it's it's so unsettling because the world is also ending. Yeah. Uh, no metaphor here for my actual life at all. Yeah. No, yeah. None whatsoever. Yeah. None of us get <laughs> close to home whatsoever. Uh huh. Uh-huh. But it is right down the street. <laughs> getting closer. So yes, after talking things over with Lucidian Lydon, letting him know about uh, basically everything, uh, barring one or two slightly important things like 
but things that maybe you haven't told anybody, um, and that applies to everyone involved. So uh, there's little secrets that everyone's holding on to here and there. Um, but least ways, of course he doesn't. Uh, <laughs> Lucidian, <laughs> after being apprised of the situation. Uh, was just trying to do what's best for his son. Yes, indeed, contacted an archdruid who was able to remove the curse from Sid in short order, although it may have cost the House of Lydon and the Riftkeepers specifically something to do it, because apparently this person they contacted was not among this secret organization. Who knows what fallout that may result in. Oh, I was going to say, I bet... The House of Lion, the rest of the House of Lion is going to be super happy about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but that is all to say that your night of the 14th of So was an exciting one. And then, after some last little brief conversations between a uh, girl and her imp uh, to round out the night, um, we. Uh, He's made it very. He's made it very clear he's not my imp. <laughs> I, technically, he's made it cl- very clear that he is your imp and doesn't like it. <laughs> Six of one, half dozen of the other. Yeah. <laughs> you are subleasing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, as that rounded out tonight, the rest of you got some good, good long rests in. And we will now find ourselves on the, the 15th of So, your fourth day here in Fair Ames here. And as you wake up, uh, each of you finding yourselves in the sanctum below the Halls of Wonder. Some of you in bed, some of you having just fallen asleep, their face in a book. Uh, though you now find yourself with a blanket wrapped over your shoulders that wasn't there before. Judah! <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah, you awake and find yourself stretching with the morning. Uh, Sid. Yep. You don't know how you got here. The last thing you remember is mm-hmm. grabbing that stupid looking little poot of a, a pseudo dragon. <laughs> yeah. With the intent of bringing it back to your father. Yep. And now you're waking up. That's and then I woke up. I wasn't in a cage when I sort of regained consciousness. Correct? Nope. That was that cage. It's gone. That is correct. You had woken up blearily uh, during the night, but that was after being freed from your bondage. Gotcha. God. Oh, and I feel like I got hit in the head like 14 times. I can't imagine why. <laughs> oh, my head. Huh. Also got the distinct Just... impression around your throat like you were being choked. <sighs> Stormpiercer. What the fuck happened? A lot, Sid. A lot happened. <sighs> Did I get ambushed? In a manner of speaking. 
you usually I can were um hmm. it was very it was hmm you turned into a a a a, so, okay. a wolf monster is what you turned into sid like metaphorically speaking no 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 it was very very literal in fact like a, like a party monster was a um, very organic experience. I didn't like it. What? Why? Uh, why? Why did that happen? Well, there were a lot of words being tossed around last night, and yeah. it seems to me as though everybody else has a much better idea of exactly what happened. I think it had something to do with the fact that you were bitten by something, one of those wolf creatures that we slew bravely in the forest, not right. five days ago. Right. And so then it turned me into that? I believe so. Did anyone get hurt? Not to my knowledge. Okay. 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 When Sid well. coughs up a hand. <laughs> no, that was while I was being dragged back to oh, okay. uh, the halls of uh, wonder. Um, is that a ring? Weird. Um, Mine now. <laughs> sweet. Uh, no. Um, yeah, I feel like I got that crap beaten out of me last night. Well, you did. Yeah. Because it's been a while you were a wolf monster. <laughs> All right, well, I guess I'll try and get a better idea of what happened. See if anybody else is awake. And then I sort of put put on my put on my stuff and and just walk out is anybody else awake the only clothes you would have available to you would be whatever your backup set of clothing was in your adventuring gear so like right. your fancy clothing i think i have my fancy clothing and my original uh urchin outfit um oh what happened to my pant? Oh, I'm sure. All right. Well, uh, I put on like I actually I probably no. I would have kept it. Yeah, I put on my my original my old outfit because uh, I don't feel like dressing in the fancy outfit would probably take a very long time. There's lots of layers, um, <laughs> buttons and fastens, um, tassels and whatnot. So. Mm -hmm. um, I guess this will have to do... Did I lose my pants last yes. night? Mm. Yeah. That's familiar. That's a familiar feeling. Okay. Mm. Alright, let's go see if anybody else is awake. Okay, and as you come out of the, the small chamber you were left in, I'm sure you would find uh, 
Tirza and probably Grawl awake first thing in the morning. I don't know about yeah. Cherish. Morning. <clears throat> oh, Sid, you're, um, how are you feeling? Um, bad. I've, yeah. Sorry, that's my fault. Well, and Judah as well, but. Well, so I turned into something? Stormpiercer said I turned into something? Yeah. What happened? Tears uh, are like, look, looks over to Grawl, like, help me. Uh, Sid, you, uh, you were a werewolf. You were a werewolf. It seems the hunting hounds of the Lord of the Hunt were werewolves. Is that is that going to happen again? Shouldn't. Um, we we got someone in to take care of it. Okay. Is qu- question is does Grawl still have an insect arm? <laughs> uh, that's a good question. Uh, Grawl, when you woke up in the morning, you uh, found the the shattered remains of carapace uh, around oh, your arm. God. And uh, the the weird bristles that were sticking out of the side of your neck and a little bit of your face were gone, and your hand was back to relatively normal. In fact, a lot of the uh, any blemishes you might have had on your uh, hand or forearm are now gone. Fucking disgusting. <laughs> hello, hello, 1980s movie. The while Grawl is elated at this, um, but also weirdly grew. Uh, what's to eat? Um, oh, I, uh, I I hadn't gotten anything yet, but, um, I'm sure we can. Doesn't this place have, like, service or whatever? Yeah, it has pizza. (laughs) Very few breakfast pizzas. Some breakfast pizza. Breakfast pizza is dope as hell. It is. I do highly recommend it. Um, but... Uh, here at the Halls of Wonder, it is severely lacking in breakfast pizza, unfortunately. No. I want a I want a pizza with like sausage and 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 peppers, and. Mm. Well, Liz, it's a pizza with uh, a gravy layer, a uh, oh, layer of, of eggs, oh. some cheese on top, and then bacon <laughs> sprinkled over it. It's yeah. it's like a quiche. worst nightmare. It's basically oh, it's like a, a rebranded quiche. Yeah. yeah, breakfast gravy. It's not like yeah, no. yeah. Here's the beef yeah, yeah, gravy. No, that we're just no, no country around. gravy. Yeah. But like, but like a whole like sixteen inch pie. If you're not splitting it, 
I'll just get a waffle, thank you very much. Cherish is probably <laughs> upstairs eating waffles. <laughs> Actually. Um, Judah would be up there with you. <sighs> Do you... You don't, um... Remember anything... Do you? No, the last thing I remember was grabbing that weird little dragon thing and heading outside. And that's all I remember. And then I woke and then I woke up and I was here. <laughs> okay, that's um probably for the best. Oh yeah, jeez. Ah, fuck. But you guys are all okay. I didn't like attack you guys or anything, right? <laughs> you tried. I tried. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was um. Yeah, we're all fine. That's good. That's good. Oh uh, yeah. And Stormpiercer said nobody got hurt, so that's good. Um, I mean, none of us got hurt. He he said that. I was not aware of anyone who was hurt. I mean, there was that other werewolf that Cherish roasted, but other than that, no people. There was another wolf. Yes, apparently uh, there was a second werewolf. Yes, you were what? making friends. Yeah. Where did wait? Where did the other wolf come from? When a werewolf bites someone, they become a werewolf as well. Uh, most of the time. What? So I, I attack somebody. Somebody else turned into a wolf. Yeah. yeah. What? What? Ha- what? Ha- are they okay? Define okay. If alive. that was another person, then no, Cherish oh. burned them. Yeah. Actually, Grawl. I don't know if I finished them off or not. I don't remember. <laughs> uh, I did do did. most of the roasting. Yeah. yeah. And then I flew down like an insect flying boy with lasers out of my hand. And it was super cool. But I don't remember if it killed it or not. So somebody died. Uh, or, I mean, two, two people. Two people died. Sid, I'm so sorry. And do we um? Do we know who they are? What are who, who are they? I asked your um father to to find out and make sure that the families know and are um, taken care of. But I haven't heard anything. Sid, I just want you to know, like, you didn't do that. It's not on you, okay? Yeah. I mean, you weren't in control of yourself. Was 
Lucidian going to tell us who they were? I... Sure, they're probably figuring it out right now. Exactly. I was going to ask, but... um... Stormpiercer will say I could not see the hmm I did not see you attacking those people Sid I would have told you otherwise I know You stole honey. What? When, mm, I'm sorry. I th- This is important now. You stole honey when you were under control of the manor. You stole honey. That is what you did. No one hurt. No one got hurt. You stole some honey. That was all. That's all I did? That's all you did. I stole honey. Yes. Like, like what you put... In food. Yes, honey. It was a big pot of it. It said honey on the side. And that's what you lorded over me for days? I... Yes. I thought I hurt somebody, Stormpiercer. I, I was told you you did not hurt anyone. Pill. No. You simply stole some honey. No one got hurt. You hurt someone financially. Emotionally. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna, um... It was very, very... Stupid and dumb, and you shouldn't have done it, but it was harmless. Okay, I need to stop. <laughs> I need to stop losing consciousness and doing shit out of my... I need to... Well, this... This, this is... had... This wasn't something that you could... Uh, prevent. It, it was a... It was an accident. I don't know what that means, girl. <laughs> Neither do I. It just kind of slipped out. I don't know where it came from. What is the what is the name of the the Lyodon, uh person who we we call upon? Sh- Shadoran, Shadoran. What is their name? Shadoran. Shadoran. God, now I can't remember. Can we Shadoran. call? Yeah. I haven't. I haven't called them. Can we call them here? Uh, yeah. Shadoran. There's no poof of magic or anything. Oh, may- maybe only upstairs. I I thought Cherish called them from down here, but... How do, how do we know if it worked? Do we know if it worked? Do they just show up at some point if it worked? Yeah. I think so. Okay, I'm gonna go out uh, side and, and not turn into a werewolf this time and just get... A uh, fresh breath of air, cause I need it. Uh, and I, I head out. Watch, watch out for the trash pixies. Okay. Sid heads upstairs, and as you appear upstairs and are moving out into the main room of the Halls of Wonder, uh, Cherish, you definitely notice the bedraggled Sid. Judah nearby would stand up and call out to you as you're moving. 
Parrish does too. I'm, and I'm definitely also like following, because <laughs> yeah. Are we are we acting like like the fans at like a golf tournament that like following the stars that are just far enough behind? We're just like keeping eye on on the star. I, or, or are we trying to be stealthy or what? What is what is? I I wasn't. I okay. Just kind of tagging along. Grawl, are you yeah. following as well? Sure, why not? I, it's up to you. I was like, I don't understand what don't, we're I doing. What What is this? I, were, were we going to get breakfast? Or not getting breakfast? Or getting breakfast? <laughs> so Judah will say, Sid, you're awake. How do you feel? Like shit, I'm going out for some air. Uh, yes. Hmm. Uh, I have not transformed back. I didn't even think about it. Um, I just look like Sid. Um, yeah, you don't yeah, have I the hat of disguise. You on don't have the bucket hat. I, I have, have the, the bucket hat. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Didn't even think about it. Um, yeah, I'm just heading, heading out. Okay. Uh, Judah will look at you, Cherish, desperately. Um, I, uh, I mean, if you just need some air, then. And Judah will just give a shrug and Sid will keep moving. Tears, are you still following? You're muted. God, sorry. Um... Yeah, but I don't think I follow outside. I think when when I see Cherish and Judah not following, she just kind of stops and is like helplessly like, Ugh. okay. Grawl, do you stop as well? Yeah, <laughs> he's just up here for breakfast. <laughs> I came up here for breakfast. If there's something else going on, then so be it. But I would like some breakfast. You can get I think Sid is Perfect. is upset because he uh, just found out the two people died last night. Okay. Girl, all right. Well, I, I'm not good at comforting people, so breakfast no. it is. Yeah, that's fair. So, I mean, I wouldn't let him kind of do his thing. So, Sid, you charge outside, leaving yeah. the halls of wonder. You find yourself on the the floating island in this strange void of open sky. The air in here is surprisingly fresh. I don't know if you had intent on moving farther out into the actual city proper. I'm going to try again. Uh, Shadoran? And from behind you, standing next to the wall, just opposite the door leading into the structure, the prim and ramrod straight form of Shadoran is already standing, and you turn as she says, I am here. Oh, jeez. Okay. Okay, that's how that works. Great. Um, can you tell me if uh, Lucidian is looking into who was injured last night, who was killed? Yes, it has been seen to. It has been seen to. So you do you know who... Their names have been prepared for you, if you wish to know them. 
Yes, yes, please. They were Rin Kiral Sonoran and Sho Raylin Urvalan. Kiral. Sorry, uh, Mike, what was the second one? Sho Raylin. Oh. Raylin. Shit. It's a Noran. That's not good. Um. Is there what what is hap their families have been notified already? Their families should not be troubled by last night's events. What do you mean not troubled? They should know. They deserve to know. Both individuals who were slain last night were summarily collected by agents of House Lydon, and using trusted methods, we have resurrected and reintroduced them into the population. Their memories have been modified so that they will not remember last night's events. Uh, oh. I didn't know you could do that with magic. It was a vast expenditure of resources and favors, but it was done. Okay. Thankfully, we were able to get to the bodies very, very quickly. What is the, um, what is the time limit on that kind of thing? Resurrection. The capabilities is... of true resurrection are near limitless, though there is only one individual within the city capable of such magics. The rituals used on these two individuals, I believe, are limited to within the last day. Okay. But again, very few individuals are capable of such things, and those who are guard such powers jealously. What Do you know the name of the individual who has this true resurrection? That is not my place to say. Whose place to say? That would is be the it? head of House Lydon, of course. Excellent. Can you please set up a meeting with the head of House Lydon? Is there a particular time you had in mind? Uh, shit, I didn't. Yeah. Schedule a time, I don't know. Um, sometime today, uh, can I get back to you on that? I gotta check in with the rest of everybody. Um, of course. I have been instructed to inform you that Master Lyodon's schedule will be kept open for any appointments that you may make with him. Well, let's... Let's do it today, then. Um, yeah, I will, I will call upon you again when I have a more specific time. Thank you. Very well. 
and you will see her begin to walk off towards the exit of this place. Okay. Okay. <sighs> I think Sid is just going to take a couple breaths. Out here by himself. And then he's going to head back inside. Okay. Yeah, so it's been barely ten minutes, and you all see Sid wander back inside. I think Tirza is still standing. She hasn't sat down. She's just like, uh. Okay, what's for breakfast? Um, Cherish, I guess, scrambles for a menu, <laughs> kind of cautiously looking at Sid, like, I guess, I just want to make an insight check, is I guess what I'm doing. A vibe check. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's not a bad idea. How you be vibing? Mm, not um, good, not good. How is he vibing on an 18? Sid, what's your um, charisma score? Uh, Four. Score. Oh, score. 18. Okay, so that's the DC for I an insight like... check on you. Yeah, I have a negative <laughs> I have a negative three to my charisma check. No. Uh, and Cherish, what did you wrong. roll? An 18. Okay, so she can get a decent read on how Sid is at least visibly feeling. Uh, it's, a, it's, uh, it's a couple of things all at once. Um, there is relief um there is still uh a gen like a fidgeting there's an anxiety um like an energy that he has yet to get rid of um uh there is something else that he all seems to be troubling him he yeah i think that's it, it's those three those three things you get all of them. Uh, and Tirza will ask, are you, are you okay? Uh. Um, uh, y y yeah, I, uh, I guess they have resurrection magic here and everybody's fine and nobody remembers anything and Somehow, magically, everything's okay. So, uh... Hey, Mike. Quick question. Mm -hmm. What's the Jarashir thinking on resurrection magic and the necromantic-esque arts? I mean, necromancy is bad. Just in general. Yeah. Um, but resurrection is a fringe case uh, to, to put it gently it, it is something that is possible it is not something that is widely done because it's very difficult to do that there are very few people in the world who have access to uh, the fifth level spell slots needed to cast raise dead um, yeah that's... <laughs> call, call, call that grave cleric um there, like, a, a, there are more people out in the world who can do things like uh, revivification, 
which is like if you're there right when somebody goes down, you can like, oh, clear, bring them back. Mm-hmm. That's that's more common. But a, tr- mm-hmm. a true resurrection is almost unheard of. And being able to cast Raise Dead is very rare. Okay. Um, it is within the Jar of Shear. I would say that it's not done lightly, if, if it's done at all. If, yeah. it, if it needs to be done, it is done because there have been some portentous omens that mean it needs to be done. Yeah. And not just, like, your dad is rich and can cover things up. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> uh, okay. I just wanted to make sure this wasn't, like, uh, sacrilege, because, yeah. I don't think it's sacrilege, but it's certainly, like, oh, well... Do your people have omens to tell you when to bring people back from the dead? <laughs> yeah. You're muted. I mean, what do you mean everything's... everything's... No, no, you're... Yeah. No, you're fine. You were just cutting out. Oh. <clears throat> I... I what, what do you mean everything's fine? There were... Whatever, I mean, there were witnesses, like... So, <laughs> I guess they have the magical capabilities to A, bring people back to life, which, fuck, I didn't fucking know that, and uh, B, uh, they can apparently wipe people's memories, so that's also something I didn't know that magic could do, but I should stop being surprised at this point. I know about memory altercation. It's a it's a large scale to do it on, though. Yeah, on on such a... I, I mean, helped by Etsuko and her quick thinking. You know, some of those witnesses didn't see anything, really. Right. That's, I'm just, that's good, though. I'm just, I'm just glad that... Uh, I mean, you don't think they're lying about that, right? About bringing those people back. I mean, why I mean, would why would they I lie mean, about that? That seems like a weird yeah. thing to lie from, about. And from I what we've seen, and from what we've seen in terms of, I guess the attitudes of, at least, the house lied on. They're having to do a lot of PR right now. The noble, the noble houses. What with. Yeah. Between the wilding and all of the political stuff, it wouldn't surprise me if something like a werewolf attack could be so easily swept under the rug. Right. <sighs> okay. Hmm. <sighs> Just. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Just glad that somehow everything's, well, I don't know. Yeah, I would like to, I, I would like stuff like this to stop happening to me. <laughs> um, but yeah, everything's fine. I mean, this one wasn't really your fault. Uh... Yeah. 
I mean, yeah. hey, the only reason I didn't turn into a werewolf. Uh, right, because you got bit too. I did. I did. You were there. I saw it happen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Time, yeah. Remember that? Definitely, yeah. Definitely saw that. Something yeah. a lot weirder happened to Grawl. Yeah. No, I had a bug arm. So, I mean, at least you look cool. I look gross. A, what, yeah, a bug, bug arm. arm? A, a bug arm. Like a, Any like apparent a, coming out of his face, yeah. too? Uh, Apparently, his patron wants the only influence to be his own. Yeah, warlock stuff. Yeah, kind of spooky. That's fine though. Hey, not a is it? Is it fine, girl? Is that fine? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. He looks at his breakfast pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, eat that stuff. Yeah, no, we're all having kind of like the same reaction of like, is it fine? And fuck, no, it's I not. But what, I don't think this so. Is the, these are the cards we've been dealt. Is anything in is... any of our lives fine, really? No, it's no. not. No, it's not. Um, right. Uh, what? What is the plan for today? Are we going to the dreamlands? I mean, we, we can. We can do that. Um, we might want to check in with Sonoran about the acquisition of some of those materials that we right. requested. Yeah. Granted, that was only yesterday. I don't know how fast things work around here, but given that they dealt with a citywide emergency in the matter of hours, seems like they moved pretty quick. I don't know. Right. Okay, okay, okay. Gotcha. Um, okay, yeah. Yeah, let's, I guess, check in, see what the progress is on the materials, and try and get a timeline for when we're going to head out. Um, and hopefully... Nothing else, knock on wood, knock on wood, knock on wood, goes wrong. Stormpiercer will say, it would be difficult to top turning into a giant wolf monster. I don't know we keep know anymore. ourselves. I just don't know anymore. Trying, so. So yeah, you all get a decent breakfast in. Eventually, uh, Blizz would roll in, probably around mid-morning. Uh, yeah. Would check in with you, Sid, see if you're conscious and upright. Mm. The normal amount of hair and teeth, yeah. Maybe a little bit more hair than there was before. Just a slight, yeah, my hair's just a little bit thicker. A little shaggy. Mm -hmm. yeah, Canines little are just a little bit more pronounced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. When you, like, you start kidding about that, you, like, start feeling like, yeah, maybe the hair is a little shaggier, and maybe your teeth are a little bit more pronounced. Yeah. And as you're feeling around, that's when you begin to notice that, like, your, are your ears longer? Is that a thing? Oh. Ears. Did I not notice? I didn't notice that my ears were longer after the the mana thing. Or know. or I, are they lo are I, they even longer now after the werewolf thing? Maybe a little bit longer. 
as you were influenced yet again by another Archfey. <laughs> we need to soon get that, this boy out of here. Yeah. <laughs> that, is, that disguise hat isn't going to fit soon. No. I mean, if it oh, fits oh, on Jerish, sure. it'll fit on me. By the way, and I'll give it back. Oh, thanks. I wonder if hmm. I, I mean are you one are you like uh uh coming to these conclusions aloud or noticeably? Uh, I mean I'm 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 feeling like my hair, I'm feeling my ear like I am visibly doing it. I'm not like narrating it um. <laughs> yeah um okay. do my do my ears look longer feel longer they didn't feel as long before you do look a little um uh. and blizz will say <laughs> elfier Elfier, sure. Just a little Elfier. wilder, yeah. I oh, wonder God. if that means um, that what Kanea said last night would still apply. I'll what look cherish on that. Uh, he suggested that uh, potentially being. Um, the way you were was a gift from the Lord of the Hunt in order to potentially be less affected by the wilding. It was yeah, just a theory well, he had. But if I'm not in control, then what's... I guess I don't see a difference. Between well, the wilding I mean, and what apparently happened to me last night. But what it's... if you were in control? So just think about that. Let's think about how cool that would be for like a half second, and now we're going to move on to a different thing. Let's think about how cool it would be if you're a giant wolf man. Yeah, I mean, if I didn't like lose consciousness or mm -hmm. like lose control of myself or, you know, yeah, I get. I mean, whatever. It's not. That's not what happened. So I know, yeah, I know. And again, the curse has been removed, so I right. don't really. But it's still affecting it's... him. Clearly, well, I mean. But it's not, though. I mean, we're not going to know till the next full moon, I guess. But uh, we have full moon for three days. Technically yeah. tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Great. Get your headlock arms ready. Blizz would say, "No, the curse was removed. It just." Curses that intense tend to leave their mark. Mm. Mm. I mean, and he'll gesture towards Cherish. Tieflings are a pretty good example of that. Oh, yeah. And I mean... Ah, yes. Cherish looks Cherish looks like a tiefling because of a curse. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> I'm just a normal tiefling with a lot of separation between me and whatever archdevil, you know. <laughs> Generations, even. Generations. Multiples. At least yeah. at least one whole. At yep. least one whole generation. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Blizz. No, Blizz was there last night when I fucking vented all that shit, right? No. Blizz was out no. getting the druid. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it was just... Oh, I forgot that that happened while he was getting her. Do you think Blizz would be super, like, jazzed about, like, oh, yeah, I've got the daughter of an archdevil just chilling in my restaurant. Do not think he'd be jazzed. If if anything, (sighs) it was a topic that Judah was, like, constantly attempting to raise this morning while he was eating breakfast with you, because he was definitely there when that was spread it out. It's like, Mm -hmm. so, um... Archdevil. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> kind of old news at this point. Yeah. And uh, you, you get the sense that Judah was trying to like commiserate. It's like, oh, I know how that goes. You know yeah. the B team like, is also dealing I, with I, shit I, like that. No, <laughs> I mean I'm just like imagining like how Judah is also like the the son of an archdevil. Like, I mean, oh, no, that's Valor. Yeah, yeah. I, I know, I know, but imagine <laughs> a fucking Minotaur that is also right. That would be lasers. Awesome. I mean, come Min- on, Minotaurs don't have uh, their heritage tied to devils. Mm-hmm. I'll say that much. I know. Yep. Let's think about how cool that could be for like a half second. Half a second. <laughs> and the worst part is, he's like, like I know archdevils are assholes, but this is a quick flashback. I know archdevils <laughs> are assholes, but like this one, like all the other ones fucking hate. So like, my life sucks. <laughs> You're at like the top of the shit list. Yeah, I'm at like the top of the shit list. Remind me to tell you about Baphomet sometime. You do it right now. And that's when Sid comes storming up. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. uh... But, and, and, sorry, really fast. That's why Tears is not sitting down. It's because this whole fucking conversation is happening and Tears is like, I hate this. I hate it. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, sorry. Blizz will say that uh, he's going to keep the the Halls of Wonder closed again, and he has kind of come to the conclusion that until this is all taken care of, he's going to just shut down for a little bit. It's not a bad idea. Um, He is going to try to get some new accommodations for the adventurers who were currently staying here, and he's just going to work on doing that today. Uh, If you need him, he'll be bustling in and around the Halls of Wonder. So I mean, do we do we want to wait all the way until tonight to to do the Dreamlands, or should we just? Well, I mean, so here's the thing: if stuff goes wrong, we don't know how long we're going to be in there. Yeah. I mean, I mean last time if, was if, pretty good. <laughs> yeah. In the case Anyways, of yeah, like I. I can go in by myself and kind of come out at a timely order, but the rest of you going in, I don't know what that's going to do to mess things up. Theoretically, nothing. Who knows? It's all a big mystery. And we... 
and we need to go into the dreamland. We need to go into the dreamlands. Is that? Um, Etsuko had indicated that the answers you're seeking. Her patron had said it had something to do with the dreamlands. She also said she knows how to get everybody there safely. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, will will us being there? increase your chance of success if that's the case then then we should go i mean more more people i mean many hands make light work i we could all do it that's that's famous hobgoblin say yeah Mm -hmm. many hands it's usually where it stops i came up the rest on on my own (laughs) (laughs) that before anyway um so, I mean, we have some balls rolling. Should we, I guess, inform Suorin that we're chasing sure. another lead in the Dreamlands and to just sort of keep doing what he's doing for us? I mean, that I mean, was the plan last night. Yeah, check in with where they're at, find out if they're making any progress, and then... We- do our thing. So we're taking a field trip to House Light on. Woo, yeah. <sighs> okay. Okay. And you all pack up after getting your meal in. Uh, eventually, yeah. you would see Arbidon wandering in. Um, he sees Sid, claps him on the shoulder, and says, Ah, good! Hey, guess what? I didn't have to chop your head off. Good times. And then he'll just keep walking. I was gonna try to get him to... It's impossible telling him to do anything. It's most appreciated. Yeah. The point is he didn't cut your head off last night. We we made sure of that. Really, that's what counts. Yeah. No, it's Um, it's fair. I mean, he was... To be fair, he was only going to do it if, you know, things went worse than they did. Right, and there was, like, no room for him to get really an angle since Tears had you in, like, a, a really awesome mm-hmm. headlock, so, you know. You wrestled me as a werewolf? Really impressive. Yeah. That I mean, it wasn't awesome. really a... <laughs> to call it wrestling would be imply that it was two-sided. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Sure. Well, wrestling would imply you ever had a chance. (laughs) You were subdued as a werewolf. Yeah. (laughs) I am sure that it's not as one-sided as all of you are implying, okay? I'm pretty sure werewolf me was pretty fucking awesome. I didn't even have to cast it slow on you. Oh, because Tears had just had it in the bag. Yeah. Well, by it, I mean me. And Judah I mean, I Judah, mean Judah, was, Judah was definitely helping. Between the, he was, between the two of them, yeah. you were done. You were done. I, I, I walked. Okay. But you were you were fully in the headlock by the time Judah started punching you in the face. And if the, oh, no. the two of us hadn't right. attacked you, I think you would have really 
done some damage. This is a weird conversation. It's, 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 it is. Welcome. Welcome to this. Welcome. Most conversations <laughs> this is our dynamic. Are like this. It's very mm -hmm. strange. It's um, Reminds me of home. been a long couple months. Mm, yes. And, uh, Judah yes, will yes. ask if you want any of his help today. Just wandering around or going to the Dreamlands or whatever. Yeah, hang out. I mean, we can, the club. Yeah. can definitely bring Judah to the Dreamlands. The more threadless, the better. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, then you'll have four. I realize <laughs> things are perhaps a tad strained with your family, Sid, but I just want mm. you to know that I understand that more than you might think, and I'm here for you if you need my assistance. Thanks, Judah. We will have to talk about it sometime. I could tell you a story or two about found family. <laughs> we really need to have more conversations that don't involve us both being trapped in a prison. Yes, I would prefer that. Yeah. Or me hitting you while you're a werewolf. Mm, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry yeah. about that, by the way. Okay, I understand. And it explains a lot about how I was feeling this morning. Yes, the, uh, I, I'm sure <laughs> the nerve damage was would not be permanent. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Smiling still hurts. Yes, I would <laughs> avoid doing that for at least a day. Okay. Mm. Here, wait, I got it. I put on the bucket hat. And it's just me, but I'm smiling. <laughs> wow, if that's not a goddamn metaphor for something, shit. Don't worry, guys, you can't see my true broken self past the the thin veil. Uh, no, I don't know. Uh, that lit that was meant to be said as a joke, and all of us are like, oh, oh God. That cuts, man. Oh, no. <laughs> so your plan is to head out to House Lydon yet again. Yeah, yes. All right, and yep. so you go do that? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Sure. Yeah. Judah in tow, or just oh, the four of you? One we're going. Ah, he's joining the team. He's been hanging out by himself for way too long. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's bring Judah. Judah comes along. Uh, you leave the rest of the Threadless, or not the Threadless, but the Rift Keepers behind, and uh, make your way back up to the 12th level of Fair Aims here, to the compound of House Lyodon. I paid last time. Who's up? Oh, are we taking a carpet, or are we just walking? You could just walk. It'd be a nice, leisurely couple of hours of walking, but... Oh. I mean, what else do we got going on? That's true. Yeah, we can take a carpet back down. Yeah. Okay. Uh, strolling up through... Walk off those waffles. <laughs> strolling up through Fair Ames here, I need somebody to roll me a survival check as we make a wandering roll on my city wandering chart. See, I'd be uh, good at this as a storm haven. I mean, uh, I've got everything I've got survival. Well, it no, I've only got one really survival. doesn't matter. I just need somebody to do it. I'll do it. it. I'll do it. Okay. That's a nat 20. Nat oh! 20. And it won't happen again. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay. Once per campaign. You find a mountain of gold. It's all yours. It's got your name on it and everything. Oh, it has your name on it. Maybe don't That's pick weird. it up. That's bad. <laughs> no, girl, don't not touch with that. A nat 20. Not with a nat 20, it's not bad. <laughs> Wandering through the city, this is the first time a lot of you have done some like true just traversing through the city, not on some kind of desperate flight or in a direct method. Uh, you're just sort of taking a leisurely stroll up through Fair Ames here, and you get the definite sense that there is a a tenseness to the city that is masked by people forcing themselves to go about their their daily lives. Much like someone wearing a bucket hat. There is metaphors within metaphors here. Layers. As you move, you're winding around the layered lattice work of Fair Ames here, the strange branches that become paths and byways, seeing the fantastical sights of people inducing flight via magic or by riding constructs or magical beasts, the Aerocrocra that are local to the city flying about with their strange postal service seemingly in full effect. As you are wandering, you think you're getting about to the midway point up to the the 12th level where House Lyodon is, and you come across a little bit of street art that seems to be a a scale replica of some kind of table with a bunch of chairs around it. Um, it is just presented in this little park that you're coming across, and the chairs each have some artistic flair in them to the point where they're really not actually chairs anymore so much as they are sculptures. They're clearly meant to evoke chairs, but trying to seat in them would be uncomfortable. Uh, there are a total of one, two, three, four, five, seven chairs around this crescent-looking table. And the crescent table itself is carved to look like a winding scrollwork of leaves and wind and uh, flowing veins of crystal moving through it that is evocative of the superstructure of Fairames here itself. And the chairs each are made to look like a different assortment of things. Sculptures of uh, intertwined objects and people, maybe, in some of them. Uh, and close inspection leads you to believe that each of the chairs represents, or at least six of the chairs, or five of the chairs, I should say, uh, represent the houses of Fair Ames here. You see mm -hmm. a chair that's clearly representative of House Lyodon that sits to the left-hand side of the main chair. Um, and it is composed of strange magical instruments and weird navigational equipment and what looks like some kind of uh, planar like atlas of some kind that is like a, a map of Cherish. It looks very much like your presentation of the the planes honestly 
<laughs> it re- really fast as you're describing this. Is this like um uh like the sculpture of the night watch in Amsterdam where you can like walk through the pieces? Yeah. Or is it a oh, little nice. Okay. Um it's definitely to scale, so like the chairs if they were chairs, you like they're t- a person size, so you can like walk in and around mm-hmm. them. You can't walk through them yeah. per se. Um but this is clearly supposed to be evocative of something in reality, uh, but it's been amped up by a factor of 11 in terms of its artiness. And you said there were seven quote-unquote chairs? Yes. Uh, is what, what, uh, what about the two that, well, as far as I can tell, the two that aren't represent, representing the houses? The largest and central chair is clearly meant to evoke a person who is about to take off running. They are mostly formless, though. It's, it is what a running person be, not run a, what a running person is. It's mm. the evocative lines and very sweeping uh, curves that evoke a moving person, but don't actually capture any fine detail. And it seems mm. as though they're about to leap upwards and away from the table. There's a sculpture that that reminds me of. Uh, Which one's playing the flute? That would be the ones from House Urvalen. Very clearly is like somebody twisted over backwards in the form of this chair, playing a musical instrument in some kind of like rapture of agony of creation. Uh, Is the sixth sixth chair potentially um, the... The oh my gosh, um, duh, the religious order. You one. would get that sense from it, yeah. The, there, there's some symbology Corellin. carved into this statue that is the the mark of Corellin. Is anyone sort of are people just passing by because they see it all the time, or is anyone, you know? else looking at it uh at all um there might be someone like sitting off to the side underneath a tree kind of like munching on an apple staring at it vacantly not necessarily studying it Ooh, excuse me are are you bucket hatted yes and who do you look like i look like cesario okay is cesario smiling Cesario is always always. Smiling. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say he's got a, like he's definitely got like more a of a smolder. like leer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, the unique s- un- unique forms of continuity in space is the one I was thinking of mm. by Umberto Boccioni. Okay, I just had to. F- yeah, very very similar in that way. Um, Elliot just sent us all a link, and I am looking at that the Ooh. picture of this oh, sculpture yeah, now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. See that. I had, was completely it cool. unaware of that. It looked but, cool, but yeah. it was a stupid movement. <laughs> the last, the seventh chair is a chair. And it seems to be shattered and broken. And it sits at the in the center of the prongs of this crescent as though the six other chairs sit staring at this seventh chair. And, yeah. It is clearly Does just this seem shattered. like a new piece? Like a newer piece of art, or is there just no distinct, like... 
what you're getting the sense of in Fair Ames here is that it's really tough to tell how old stuff is here. Yeah. Because everything is so clean. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Okay. Is is this a pretty um art I I assume it is only because I have certain stereotypes in my head about elves, but (laughs) are there are pieces of art like this pretty common? Oh yeah, absolutely. Just like there's art everywhere. That's fucking awesome. Okay. Yeah, Uh, there's very much like street art installations are every other block, if not more common, depending on what sector of the city you're in. And some of the art is more like installation based, where it's like, this is art. This is why we put this here, because it is Mm -hmm. to beautify the city. And some of Mm -hmm. it is more esoteric, like you will see whole sections of the tree have been sung into a way to evoke some sculpturey or kind of like topiary in a way, um, but it forms into buildings uh, to be like Joel Schumacher's Gotham level of ostentatious. <laughs> oh boy. Wow. Can <laughs> I... Can I... Resting in a very... Ugh, way. Uh, can I ask somebody if they know the name of this uh, sort of table piece, if there's a name to the, to this installation. Uh, And you ask just some random passerby and they'll uh, lean forward and like point down at a little plaque that's at the center of this. Oh, great. Thank you. Say you're welcome Uh, and move on with their day. Mm-hmm. What a rich inner life uh, they lead. Um. <laughs> Such depth. Um, What's their name? What's their story? Tell us everything about the... no. I Tell us your darkest secret. Jeffy oh. too. <laughs> the bigger, batter Jeffy. It's just like uh, it's Jeffy, but with like more elven features. Like the designers just copy pasted him across the world. It's just a shitty Jeffy recolor. A reskin. Yeah. And the, the plaque says in Elvish, uh, so you would be able to read it. Um, mm. But it says that this is a piece commissioned by uh, House Urvalen, and it is done by uh, Shah Petion Urvalen, and the piece is called The Judgment of Arkantol. Yeah, Rough. that makes sense. That's kind oh. of what I figured. Yeah. Because there's also the the statues that I saw the last time I, I went on a walk. Uh, and it almost implied that Arkantol was one of the houses, but not really. Um, at least as far as there's like a statue representing all of the houses, Corellan, and then um, Arkantol, which was interesting. So yeah, that is, is the, that is the piece you run across. Is Zenerva f- from here? I... You would all know that that is very unlikely. Yeah, like... Yeah. Uh, but maybe during the founding... I mean, I'm sure when the valley was new, she was around and probably prevalent. Hmm. I've just seen a lot of uh, iconography. Is, is Urvalen one of is Urvalen is one of the like separatist houses, correct? 
Yes. Or Valen is I mean, one of the houses that wants to shift the this, city back to This the could be some fucking political propaganda art. Could be. <laughs> Hmm. But yeah, that is what you find. Cool. And uh, eventually you wander on past and find your way up to level 12 and the gates of House Lydon. The house guards are on duty, but as soon as they recognize some of you, they would uh, gesture you inside. Oh. Thank you. <sighs> Though they would definitely be giving the strange Genasi in your company some raised eyebrows. Also, also probably mm. the Minotaur. <laughs> but mostly they're making way for Grawl, Tirza, and Cherish, who are very recognizable. New friends. Yep. Purple. Pale White. And <laughs> shining example of chivalry and champagne. And as yeah. soon as you enter the main hall, you find... Shadoran standing primly, her arms behind her back in the center of the open air here, seemingly having been alerted to your presence between the time you walked through the front gates before you got to the front door. Hey, what do you know? I guess it's time for that meeting. <laughs> I'm sorry? Oh, yes. Um... Mm, I, I All of us reaches. also looking confused. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, Wrong. we're here to see Suorin, but right, we'll do that, and then uh, uh, how long do you think this meeting with Suorin will take? Who are you asking? Yeah. Uh, the group, you guys. I mean, I I figured enough. Yeah. Thirty minutes, forty-five. Sure, sure. Maybe less. Why don't Why don't we budget for an hour and a half, just mm. in case? Sure. Uh, we are here to meet with Suoren, and then I uh, wish to meet with the head of House Lyadon uh, afterwards. I see. And who may I say is calling? Oh, me. And I, I love the hat. <laughs> and her eyes will bug out a little bit. Uh, mm -hmm. But then she will say, Ah, yes, of course. The hat back on. <laughs> the house guards who are standing nearby I, will I exchange a look. <laughs> Is there paparazzi in this, in, in this town? Like, I don't know about the house, hopefully. Paparazzi, well, but the rumor like, mill is strong. Yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was quick. Oh, this guy was wearing a fucking weird bucket hat and was a different person. It was super sketchy. Yeah. And the person under that bucket hat looks just like the guy who we all serve. Hey! Coincidence, <laughs> I'm sure. How good of a look did they get? <laughs> if the house guards can't recognize their liege lord on sight, then uh, <laughs> they're not doing they very well. Fired. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you are asked to be brought before Su Orin Lyadon, the chancellor of the house. 
Shadoran will lead you there promptly. Uh, apparently there is some kind of flurry of activity happening in the city, uh, but she is sure that Sue Oren will make time for you all. Uh, you are brought into the... I mean, for all intents and purposes, it might as well be a war room at this point, and that is this large uh, chamber that is kind of like a study. It's got a big table in the center, and last time you passed by this chamber, you saw that there was a projected map of Fair Ames here over the center. There's a portrait on the back wall with a intimidating-looking high elf staring imperiously down at whoever is standing in front of the, the portrait. Uh, it is mm-hmm. someone who vaguely looks like the the two Sids, uh, but definitely has some sterner features. This is per- possibly a, uh, a Lyodon patriarch of unknown ancestry. As you are brought in, you see Sue Orin uh, standing there, and he is manipulating the image of the map in ways with a wave of his hand, focusing on different regions of the city. Aides come to and from, and you see that he is in uh, deep conversation with a female high elf who is standing nearby, uh, glancing at it, and they are referencing different movements in the city and talking about uh, an attack of some kind that happened yesterday. As you approach, they will look up from their discussions and dismiss any couriers who are nearby. And Shadoran leads you in and says, Master Suoran, Mistress Lier, I present to you the Threadless who have been guests at the Halls of Wonder of late. Hello. Another ant. Um. Uh, Yes. And you can see Lier Um. Lyodon is dressed in very well-fitting plate mail. Uh, there's a helmet nearby, but she's not wearing it. Her gauntlets have been undone, so the, the plate armor comes down to about her elbows, and the gauntlets rest on a tether at her belt. Uh, leaning near her helmet is one of those long, sickle-bladed glaives that the house seems to prefer. Hmm. Uh, apologi- uh, apologies for uh, just sort of barging in. Um, we just hoped we might discuss uh, updates on our Tears is not used to subterfuge uh, current requests. Plans. Requests. Yes. And Lier will say, you may speak plainly. We're not exactly in mixed company here. Hmm. Chill. Um, how's that black mithril come in? And that will make her eyes go a little wide, and Sue Orin will yep. let out a sigh. What? We said what What's she that said. Look for. <laughs> yeah, Cherish is so done. And Sue Orin will say, 
acquisition of that material has been stymied somewhat by recent events. Hmm. There was an attack yesterday, and we're still dealing with the ramifications of it. Well, that might be the case, but we wanted to check in anyway. We're exploring some other avenues um, today, so we might not be available until tomorrow at the very earliest. Noted. Uh, I will get word to you when I can about uh, anything further, though uh, Valfir tells me that she has a line on a source of uh, true mithril that we would be able to purchase at a moment's notice if avenues of imbuing that metal were found. Okay. Any that luck is... finding those avenues at this point? Yeah, that's that's our that's what we're doing. I thought they were also looking. We've had scant little time. Again, they're Things in the city are very tense at the moment. Having and air uh, will I say, getting... and our brother leaving council meetings at the drop of a hat certainly hasn't helped matters. <gasps> I mean, and when she says "drop of a hat," she stares at the uh, illusioned. Sid. I don't get it. I don't know what happened. Yeah, you should really. Uh, He's wearing a hat, girl. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, right, it was pretty right. good wordplay. <laughs> uh, clever. Mm hmm. <laughs> Yeah, you all should uh, probably address that before it, cr before it becomes a problem. And Lear will just stare daggers at you, and Sue Orin <laughs> will let another long, weary sigh. And he will say, I don't suppose any of you found your way to the upper reaches of the city yesterday. No. no. Did I? I mean, no. we flew we around. Exclusively down. We went on a magic carpet ride. That's just oh, that. mixed. Wait, so when you, when you say attack, you're not uh, talking about the... Uh... And both of them turn and circus. Here's a... Circus performers. <laughs> What? Well, no, why what? wouldn't they know? What do, what do you mean, attack? And the two of them will exchange a look and look back at you all, but then Suwarn <laughs> will say, there was an incursion, I think is the proper term. It's a strange creature made of plant matter and earth, and it attacked the upper reaches of the city. It only got larger and larger the more people it killed and the more buildings it consumed. 
but eventually it seemed as though the city's wards reacted. Level... Level 17 of Fair Aimseer has been lost. Oh, shit. We are still tallying the casualties. Oh, my God. Oh. It seems as though any residence, any building that was built within the superstructure of the city, it vanished in order to stop the spread of this creature. We think it was the city defending itself. So it it wasn't just that, that the wards lowered? It's just gone? All of our reports from the Crystal Forges say that the wards never lowered, but we do have word that The root of strength here in Fair Aimsir seems to be reacting poorly to our current situation. Something has changed. What what time did that happen yesterday? Um, a little past noon, I think. Uh, what time are we at the Crystal Forge? A little past noon. I mean, I mean, that's yeah. I'm just, making, I'm just, I'm just, I'm like making okay. sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we can assume, and it and it but... severed a limb. Yeah, when you guys were there. Yeah, and seven seventeen isn't the top, right? No, no. Okay, that's sorry. That's that's why I was asking about the wards. But yeah, okay. So they just lost a layer. The way he's describing it is, so the superstructure of Fariums here is that weird, like crystalline tree, yeah. and then yeah. people make their little pocket residences within the matrix of Fariums here. And if all of those pockets just vanished, perhaps with the people still inside of them. Well, we need to act quickly. Yeah, I mean, we've been kind of going at a, as much of a breakneck pace as we can, um, having to acquire materials and such, but. Yeah. Yes, of course. And as I said, uh, Valfir has informed me that uh, should you need it, a supply of mithril can be purchased at a moment's notice. Okay. I know that there was another meeting scheduled, looking pointedly at Sid, but... I, uh, I don't know if there's time anymore. <clears throat> I mean, if it if it's going to be quick, then... Uh, I don't think it's going to be quick. We should probably... move our evening plans forward. And Lier will stare at you all and say, If there's something you're doing to help with the defense of this city, you should tell us as well. I mean, do you, do you want us to say that we're going to take a nap? We're going to sleep on it? Do you, is that what you want us to say? That is technically what we're going to be doing. Yeah, because I don't think that's going to like make anyone like feel good about what we're going to do. So, I mean, no, but she obviously has no frame of reference for what we're talking about, like Swarren does. Like that's I, fine. Except that we're 
talking about it. Okay, so we are planning on finding a source of Eldritch uh, what is it? Eldritch energy energy um, so we can convert the mithril into black mithril. We are going to do this by going into the dreamlands. I apologize that we did not just say it outright uh, because the way that we talk with each other is beating around the bush. Um... So, it's yes, really that frustrating. Is, yes, I'm sure it is awful for everybody who has to experience it. Uh, but that is what we're going to be doing. We're planning on doing it later this evening. But given the all of a sudden circumstances, um, I think we're going to have to do that now. Get beds here. No, no, Grawl. We're going back to the. We're. We need. We Sid, need. Sid, I know. I'm just trying to bring a little bit of levity because uh, shit's hitting the fan like a lot. Yes. Yeah. And you can see Lear sort of. Uh, she gets kind of a, a half sneer on her face, which is like, of course, more magic shit. That's what's going to get us out of this. And mm. Sue Orin, though, gets an expression Same, that. Of... If you don't like the answers... <laughs> Sue Orin, though, will get an appreciative look on his face and nod and say, Yes, the Dream Ones, that might be a good conduit to access the Far Realm, but with a buffer so you're not exposing yourself directly. Yeah. I wasn't able to find much on it yesterday, but it's bad news. It is nothing but bad news that comes from that place. <laughs> but I think well, the dream realms may be a a good method of going. Uh, astral travel is always a, a sure way of finding one's way to the, the at least some method of finding some access to the far realm. Yeah, that's what we're hoping. Uh, if there is any ritual components that I can help supply, I'd be more than happy. Um, I think we have everything. We have the incense. Etsuko knows the ritual. Crawl's there to chaperone and guide. What am I not there to chaperone? I mean, really. That's true. Unless I'm already napping, at which point we've been through this scenario. Okay. Well... Is there anything anybody else needs to say, or can we get this show on the road? No? All right. Well, so Warren will if you need us, you. we're going to be in the dreamlands. Yeah. Uh, Lee Air will stare at you, Sid, even like past your illusion, it even feels like. And she has an intense look on her face. But she's not saying anything. Hmm. Doesn't have to. I think as we're leaving, Cherish, catching these glances. Trust me, we want to get out of here as much as you want us out of here. And Lier will say, Honestly, I just wish he had come here sooner. Not having this conversation. Yeah. Family drama can wait. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, we're gonna put a we're gonna put a pin in that, and we're gonna just throw a dart at it. We're gonna, uh huh. Mm -hmm. Shove those feelings nope. down. No, 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 throw There's a no javelin time. at it. Really pin yeah. it down. Just mm -hmm. storm, it. just storm strike it into the ground, and then take its chain weapon. But as you leave, Sid, as your back is like leaving the door, um, Lier will call out to you and say, "Your mother was a good woman." I know. Uh, yeah, that's all I gotta say. Okay. And you are led away. Uh, is there anything else you have to do here in House Lyodon? Pretty quickly after you leave that room, the messengers start pouring back in, bringing notes and missives to and from the nerve center of the house it seems mm -hmm. I mean and this is probably actually mostly to cherish and grawl I don't know that delaying 15 minutes is going to mean if you want to do anything else here Sid you you probably can I mean remember we budgeted for an hour and a half we had that discussion so you know We've got time. We've got some. Also, I would, I'd sort of like to know why they don't seem to know um, that you were a werewolf last night. Who's this? That's suspicious and weird. I'm well. Okay, it's potentially political leverage, right? Especially if they don't like the way that certain people are running things. So seems like that's a valuable currency in this city. Yeah. But... And Shadoran, who is striding a little ways in front of you without actually turning her head, will say, Master Lucidian went to great pains to ensure that the fewest people possible knew of last night's circus. Yes. There, anyway, Sid, it's up to you. I think there is a lot that needs to be unpacked. I don't see this. I don't see it being a short conversation. Um, I say we. I think we need to head back now and take care of this as fast as possible. Okay. Shall we hop a carpet? Yeah. I will pay for everyone. Uh, remind me how much that is, Mike. Uh, with five people, because you have Judah with you as well, it mm -hmm. will cost you two gold uh, per level that you're moving. So you're going from 12 to eight. So four levels. So eight gold total. I want to look in that library at some point. As you're leaving the house and coming out onto the grounds before you get onto the main thoroughfare, there is a, a bit of a yelp and a bit of a crash as someone falls off of a balcony 
that is built out onto the, the trees and falls into a bush. <laughs> As she rolls a one on her stealth check. <gasps> oh, yep. no. my, my girl. <laughs> Ah, she ain't a rogue. <laughs> yeah. Or she is. How how I'm far? Just bad not at a good it. one. How far? <laughs> Wait, how far away is this? Probably like thirty feet behind you. You're about to leave the the gates of the house. Uh, I walk over. Is she unconscious? And as you stride over to this now ruined topiary, you see Siangela extracting herself trying to like grab her little uh very ostentatious looking cloak with the hood pulled up that has now gotten caught on this bush and she's trying to like reach up behind herself to the hood is now turned inside out and is like clumped back onto a branch and she's trying to like grab it and pull it off and she's clearly trapped on this bush champion a lot better at sneaking out do you need any help? I say to a girl two years younger than me. <laughs> and as who all approaches? Is it just Sid or is it everybody? Oh, Cherish is definitely. No, I'm going with. Yeah. Oh, hell no. no yeah, Judah's saying that way. Here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's funny all the way over here. I don't need to go over there. <laughs> as you ask if she needs any help, she'll stop, seemingly having just noticed you. And, uh,. She'll stare at you for a long moment uh, and then look at the other two of you and say, no, I've got it. And she'll pull out a knife and start cutting at her hood. Uh, it, how, how it's stuck in it. It's like, you don't have to, you like don't have three to feet cut up it. off the ground. But she's hanging. Yeah. Oh, oh. Um. Okay. It might, and it's okay. Uh, I will. Wait, she's she's like three feet off the ground. Um, can I? I'll just quickly like cut cut her down. Okay, and she'll fall down onto the dirt. Oof. I'll immediately reach down and help her up. Jeez, jeez, said you could <laughs> on someone's shoulders and yeah, and. She will reject your hand and just kind of stand up on her own, wipe her pants off, and... Fifteen and terrible. <laughs> stare at the three of you, but specifically at the... The Janasi, who is using a very uh, distinct sword. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And she'll say, Why do you look like that? Well... I uh, don't have a lot of time to get into it now, but let's just say not a lot of, uh, there's a lot of people who are not super excited to see me here. I get that. I, I hear that you want to talk. Is that I, true? Yes. Uh, Tirza immediately, like, falls back a little bit and, like, grabs at the elbow of Cherish's shirt. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Are you allowed to leave the grounds? Here? I can leave whenever I want to leave. Perfect. Well, I will send a message when I am ready. But I got some shit to take care of. 
and he walks straight to the bathroom. Can you point me towards the nearest lavatory? No. <laughs> uh, Just wherever the pixies will take care of it. No. Um, <laughs> no. No. Is that JK Rowling ass bullshit? It can't be the rules of this place. That's no, too no, no, silly. No. There are no toilets. <laughs> There were pixies to clean everything up, so you just whatever. Yeah. Fucking stupid. Uh, and if that was the case, we would have seen it by now. <laughs> yeah. We would have just dropped a now. deuce in the street. <laughs> yeah. That dude who you were talking to about the yeah here. about the fucking art installation. It was mid. It was mid. No. Angie will look at you and nod. Yeah, Angie Sorry. will... Oh, what's up? It, it froze it there for a little bit. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. Yeah, Angie will look at you, sit and nod. Good. Oh, also next time, uh, try not to hurt yourself. I didn't hurt myself. Cherish is going to pick the rest of the hood out of the topiary and like cast mending on the rest of it. Like, you're going to get caught, but don't get caught more than you need to. Question about mending. Can you fix something? The Can you mend something the wrong way on purpose? <laughs> Probably. Interesting. Okay. So why not? Grawl, you're standing about 30 feet away, and as you're watching this interaction, you hear a... Did you say something? No. Oh. I mean, kind of... Who is that girl? I'm... I'm... God humming every time. Okay. All right. Nothing. Never mind. Oh, oh, all right. Yeah, never mind. How's your day going? I've been with you all the whole time. It's fine. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, some people not, not, not. Uh, oh God, stupid humming. Uh, anyways, <laughs> are um, you all right, girl? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, just plans, future plans to, yeah, future stuff, future girl things. It's all good. All right. He'll give you a concerned look, but wait for the others to come back over. And as we're as we're walking away, Tirza says, "Accidentally too loud." Well, I like her. <laughs> and yeah, you all hop a carpet and head back to the halls of wonder, with the intent of starting a ritual that will bring you to the dreamlands. So, before we get to that, I think it is there that we're going to take our break. Yeah. As you leave, there is a curious-looking young high elf girl who watches you leave, uh, but she stays behind, uh, foiled in her attempt to try to sneak after you. Do, do you want to come to the dreamlands? No! <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> she had rolled higher on herself that might have been an option um, so yeah I think it is there that we're going to take our break and when we come back 
Dreamlands Round 2, Electric Boogaloo. Whoop, whoop. Greetings, my friends. I am Omatep Duskwalker, owner and proprietor of Duskwalker Import and Export TM, here today to talk to you about a very unique magical item. Well, actually, it's not all that unique. It is, in fact, an uncommon magical item, and that is, of course, the headband of intellect. Believe it or not, this headband actually just makes you smarter. That's really all it does. It sets your intellect at a very high level. On the cherish arbitrary rating scale, I would say it puts it at about a 19. Unfortunately, if you are already that smart, this headband has no effect. But that's the thing. I don't think many people are actually that smart. Well, not that that smart, I mean. There are plenty of smart people out there. It's just that no one's like 19 smart, you know? That is why I don't think this is exactly the rarest of magical items. There are plenty of people out there who'd want to bump up the old IQ by a couple of points. Being more intelligent helps with all sorts of tasks, like remembering weird arcane data, historical factoids, learning about nature, even investigation. So, for any would-be wizards out there, or for anyone who just wants to be a little bit better at Trivia Night, might I recommend the Headband of Intellect. For a limited time only, I am offering this magical item for the low, low price of only 500 gold. Huh? 500 gold? You get smarter. You give me money, you get smarter. That's a pretty good deal, huh? No? Okay, well, let's get you back to the action. And welcome back to Material Components. When last we left our heroes, they were dealing with the aftermath of Sid being a werewolf. But apparently, that aftermath is a lot less impactful than they had initially thought. With Ooh. the Elder Sid having expended a great deal of time and energy to try to erase the damage that his <laughs> erstwhile son may have done. If on accident. I just on show up and I start breaking things. <laughs> I I mean um I, I mean yeah this really isn't your fault. No. At all. No, at all. But after that you went and had a quick discussion with several other members of House Lydon, checking in on the progress of things, discovering that there had been some other extraplanar incursion in the city the day before that you maybe a large saw plant monster? Yeah, strange plant dirt elemental creature thing. And I'll show you a picture of it later. Uh, Does it sound like the thing that like the shambling kind of mound that we saw outside? We didn't really get a good look yeah, at I'm, yeah. I'm just curious. No, like you've a... never really heard of anything like this. And the way it was described is the more things it killed and absorbed, the bigger it got. That is weird. Yeah, you're unsure about this thing's exact method or function. But leastways, you weren't really involved in that encounter because you chose not to be out and about in the city when it happened. So... Uh, or at least ways, basically on the opposite side of the city when it happened. Perfect. And so you had endeavored to uh, go back to the Halls of Wonder and enter into a ritual that will bring you to the Dreamlands in hopes of accessing some way of getting Far Realm energies that you may imbue into some Mithril to turn into some lawless pendants. Uh, good times.
good time. Yes. So we find the four of you plus Judah now coming back to the Halls of Wonder, having hopped a magic carpet ride down to your home base, or at least it has been during your time here in Fair Ames here. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you are back at the Halls of Wonder. Uh, Blizz has successfully basically kicked everyone out of the establishment at this point. Um, he's not exactly pleased about losing the business, but at the same time, uh, he thinks that while you're all here, there's probably going to be more trouble than trying to keep it a secret is worth. There I think always the business is. closed is going to be better for everyone's safety, and uh, mm-hmm. that's sort of a trade-off that maybe needs to be made. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Weird. We're really dating our podcast when we yeah. do bits like this. <laughs> it's, you know what? Historians will look back on this time and they're going to need as many <laughs> daily reminders or like entries into how people were feeling at the time as they can. I, I can't help but marvel. And this is going to reveal a little bit of how the sausage gets made. Excuse me as we pause the, the narrative for a moment. But like, I yeah. had this shit planned for a year and a half. Like this know. situation at Fair Ames here before any of this pandemic shit rolled up. So the fact that it's so timely is so <sighs> spooky to me on a daily it's basis. Life so imitates weird. art. <laughs> Mike, so when we have to fight a dragon and then when we release the dragons in real life too. How are you going to feel about that? Then I'll feel great because we'll be living my favorite movie, Reign of Fire. Reign of Fire, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and weirdly oh, enough, Matthew McConaughey has a weird backstock of tanks too. It's just nuts. <laughs> and he got they them to made, the UK. They made a video game out of that movie and it is like the dumb, the worst, most boring video game ever fucking made. Which would seem impossible to, having it based on like a weird uh post-apocalyptic dragon world and yet <laughs> so oh, it looks bad okay yeah cool. yeah anyway we watched the gameplay of it it's back boring. to our uh story currently in progress <laughs> yes yeah, that's right we're playing D. the four of you find yourselves the halls of wonder prepping for this ritual how do you go about doing that uh we should lay out some comfy mats mm-hmm. in the situation room downstairs yeah, i was gonna say yeah the training okay so you head down yeah, into the sanctum proper to lay out this ritual uh etsuko you will find has been down in the sanctum this whole time she never left uh she did not make herself known this morning while you were having a, a bit of a time helping sid recover but uh, she was apparently bustling around in the stacks of books down in the little extra planner library they've got down here. Uh, Canaeus has made himself scarce, though if you ask about it, you'll know that he's around, but you don't exactly know where. But Etsuko, if there's anything specific that we need to that we need to do to help her get set up. Uh, she has a pretty good idea of the ritual involved. Um, it's going to involve a, a ritual circle that she's already laid out once, but was uh, <laughs> forced to abandon last night. Yeah. She lights some candles. She lights some incense. I was going to say I can help her with that because I'm assuming we're just using mine. Yeah. 
unless you had any other source of incense available. Uh, and you were told by a magic monkey that it involved everybody touching Grawl's sword. Yeah. Uh, so we should probably do some sort of, like, hexagon with the mats so that we can all just... Okay. And a very important question is, who all are you bringing? Etsuko is a must... Because yes. she apparently knows a way to get everyone into the dreamland safely once you reach the gates of deeper slumber. But beyond that, who else would you like to bring with you? The reason I said hexagon is because Judo was a potential. Yeah, I yeah, I, I see no reason mind. not to bring Judah at this point. More, th more thread power. A higher thread count. A higher thread count, yeah. <laughs> he got That's, there. Yeah. Uh, uh, episode title right there. <laughs> okay. So, Etsuko uh, and Judah. Anybody else? I'm not, br Unless I'm, any I'm not bringing the, 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 the little one. Uh-uh. Nope, not doing it. What, Kanaeus? No, the, our young friend. That just we left her it. behind, like, ages ago. <laughs> She's yeah. Yeah. yeah, she's not here. Left her at home? Oh, okay, cool. Great. Yeah, cool. she's not following us. <laughs> okay. Oh. She was so bad at being sneaky. <laughs> I don't know. She could try again. She's persistent. That's true. Mm -hmm. um, I, I don't think in, unless anyone uh, makes it well known that they super duper want to go to the Dreamlands with us, which I don't think Arbidon or Canaeus would do. I... Arbidon barely understands what you're doing. Mm. Same, man. <laughs> and unless you yeah. go out of your way to track Canaeus down, he is not apparent. Yeah. Right. I think just the six of us. You think so? No Arbidon? Yeah. I don't know. I'm not. Okay. And nobody else in the city you might want to drag along on this crazy adventure? Let's bring Sid's dad. That'll go well. Sure. No. Um, you, guys, no. you guys already shot down the one person that I was going to suggest, so. Which is? Oh, Sangela. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Oh, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> Uh, is is uh, Sid's stepmom available? She oh yeah. <laughs> Let's just have a, you know, this is a good. I think this is a good place to have a uh, a family reunion. Uh, yeah. In the Dreamlands. Mm -hmm. uh, Does Shadoran have a lunch break coming up? <laughs> uh. Does Ooh. Alexander want to go? Yeah. We could bring Darren. Well. <laughs> uh, Alexander might have might not be a bad idea. Could be a terrible idea. I feel like it's one or the other. Uh, if asked, uh, Alexander no, definitely doesn't want to go to the Dreamlands. Yeah, I yeah we're, yeah, we're not bringing Alexander. Alexander. I was imagining he'd be super badass. Uh, he he doesn't want to go. If you want to press the issue, you can try. No, but... no, he's hasn't here, he he's been through enough? enough all yeah, all yeah, yeah. he's dealt with so much of our bullshit. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Darren is an option. Right. I mean, I always want do Darren want... Dunn to go, but... <laughs> do we want to wait for him? Like, I guess Cherish doesn't care at this point. 
I mean, we've been I asking Mitchell want, to go. Is yeah, he, is wanting, he wanting Darren, that's that's he's, the other thing too. Is he's not in the halls of wonder? Yeah. No. What what is he doing? Okay. Uh, the wanting him to go is purely an Olivia thing. I don't know that Tirza would yeah. even think to suggest it. Mm-hmm. I feel like we've I seen just so little of him think the he's last great. like day or so that it's not even on like our mind that oh yeah, Darren Dunn, right? Yes. Oh, I forgot he existed. Yeah. <laughs> We're, we're so nice. Why is everyone so we're just so nice? <laughs> no, it, I'm. I love Darren. I love Darren. I just. I was trying. I was racking my brain. And he's like, anyone else you want to invite? And he's like, Darren Dunn. Perhaps it's like, oh yeah, that's right. He Our good, good friends. Damn it. Depending, depending on how Cherish is going to look in the dream rooms, I think it would might be very upsetting for that him. That could so. be real interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I think it is just the six of you then. So the four of you, so plus fun. Etsuko and Judah, you set up some mats on the ground uh, so that you're all within pretty close proximity to each other. And Etsuko, <coughs> ooh, sorry, excuse me. Uh, Etsuko lights the incense and uh, lights the candles, sits at the ritual circle with a little bit of help. And yeah, you all lay yourselves out. I guess I put the sword in the middle. Lay it flat. Okay. Alright, so I... That's okay. Do we... I mean, I'm just like a guide. This isn't usually how it works for me. We have to fall asleep with all of our hands touching. Do I need to be touching it? Just them? You? I think all of us need to be touching the sword, and then you... I need somebody to get us to the gate, and then I I think I know how to get through the gate. Right. How do we... The incense is going to put us to sleep, or do we have to somehow magically, like, synchronize sleep? I I can lead us into some guided meditation. (laughs) And Etsuko would look over at you, Tears, and go, Yes, I think that would help, probably. Uh... As as long as it's not us being put to sleep magically because I don't know how to do that. Oh well it wouldn't I don't work think I know how to do that. <laughs> um yeah I mean yeah I've never um ch- sure I can try. Do it. Tirza give me a religion roll. Hey Tirza, you got this. Uh, mm-hmm. I Believe in you. I actually do maybe got this. That's a 19. Hell yeah. Okay. So... Kirsten's voice is very soothing. It's true. She's releasing an ASMR uh, <laughs> on YouTube in two weeks. And today, mm-hmm. with the Jarashir, we will slowly be going into that roiling abyss that is the outer storm. Mm. Imagine the walls of our world crumbling to dust. <laughs> Ah, may Shamaran, may Shamaran the Wise, guide us through this trouble. <laughs> everyone you know and everyone you have known will soon die. No, it's only it's only one third. So pick a mm. pick a least favorite person and imagine that person. You know the one. <laughs> you could, you could to your right, 
one of those people is going to be taken by Ozzy Tahaka. If, make, if you can't make sure think of a... By meditating, you may ensure it isn't you. <laughs> That's a good bit. That's a good bit right uh-huh. here. Yeah. If you can't think of somebody to be sacrificed, you're the one to be sacrificed. <laughs> We're joking, but I'm absolutely going to release these. <laughs> you spend your, spend your uh, lockdown time wisely. Recording ASMR. Mm. Uh, so, yeah. Tears would lead the five of you on some, I mean, fairly basic mantras uh, invoking the the gods in triplicate. The... the the snake deities of the Jarashir. Feels a little weird to be focusing on verses that are talking about Ozzy Dahaka, uh, given certain aspects of all of your lives. She She's aware enough of her audience that she probably steers as far clear of those as possible, but mm-hmm. she's not great at memorizing scripture, so there's only so many. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but it is a, a soothing kind of malaise that you all find yourselves drifting into and as the heady fumes of the incense drift about you you feel your eyes growing heavy your hands reached out to the side touching the shockingly cold metal of Grawl's sword come on in water's fine and Grawl, it's a very strange sensation that overtakes you in particular as you all begin to drift off. Tears of your words kind of becoming an automatic sensory response, even as you feel yourself drifting. You feel your your mouth and your voice moving of their own accord, almost. This is probably, like, uh, rote enough that... Yeah. Yeah. But even as you all begin to drift away, the words seem to echo and carry through the strange, muzzy silence that fills the room. Nearby, a goat man up on a railing watches all of this with peaked curiosity and intent. But as you all drift away, Grawl, you feel... A very odd sensation. You are adrift on the seas of sleep, and you feel these strange tethers behind you, as though you are a large ship floating in water, and you feel the tug of five other smaller vessels being pulled along in your wake. Kind of sounds nice. And you know there are lots of ways you could go from this point. But where do you want to go? Where should these five souls be led? Um. Archive. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I got this one. I got this one. I'm going to I'm going to say what is the archive? So you want to try to go straight to the archive? Yes. Okay. 
you bypass the stairs of light slumber. You remove any need to go past the gates of deeper slumber as Etsuko requested. And you find yourself, for the first time, violently entering the spiral staircase that leads you down. You have no need for the long, straight stairs of sleep that most mortals rely on to pass into the dreamlands. And you violently tear these five consciousnesses with you over into this other stairwell. This long spiral course that leads down, down, down. I was hoping it was going to be more like a water slide. No, this is not something these other five were ever intended to do. Their minds are not meant for these passages. As you pull them the shortest way you know how to the archive. That door at the bottom of these spiral stairs. Our, our evil party might be coming up sooner rather than later. What do you mean, evil party? I'm, I'm lawful neutral. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> the... No, I know. I, I need everybody else except for Grawl to make wisdom saving throws. Mm -hmm. oh, uh, do does anybody get my paladin no. bonus? Do I get my paladin no. bonus? Okay, yeah. that's kind of what I figured. The gods have no place here. <laughs> yeah. Plus two. Wrong. Plus two. Let's see how this goes. Summer on the wise, oh. just like what the fuck is she doing? God damn it! Fuck yeah, Judah! Come on, Atsuko. Come on. Hey, hey, dog. The first step to a good relationship is listening to partner. <laughs> I listened to my party member as well. Someone that just said, oh, well, let's go to the archive, too. Well, I was... <laughs> that was Olivia saying. <laughs> and Etsuko had said... Turn around. <laughs> what is everyone's result? Uh, 19 for me. Uh, I got a natural 20. Ooh. So did Judah. Wow. So that's a 25 for me. I'm sorry? Hey. What was that, Cherish? Hmm. Uh, one more time. Sorry. 13. Oh, okay, okay. Got it. There we go. Got there. Okay. That wasn't just for dramatic effect. Your mic was doing something funny. Oh, uh, yeah, yes. <laughs> There is at least one consciousness being dragged behind you, Grawl, that writhes at this descent. There is a resilience to the others. They seem to be grappling with this change in elevation in consciousness better than some, but there is at least one who is fighting this transition, whose connection to strange other realms is perhaps too strong to allow them to descend deeper into these unknown realms. And you feel this cord tugging, writhing behind you. You can either cut it loose or you can turn around. I'm not going to... 
I'm not going to let someone like go mad in here just because we are trying to do something. That is like a, a, a safety measure. We are instantly going to turn around. You're going to turn around? Yes. Okay. That's like, uh, uh, sorry. That's like, we're not. We're only going to do it if everyone can do it. Yeah. Up to you. Yeah. You're leading the party. Yep. So you make your way back up to the top of that spiral staircase. There is two diverging paths up here. The the paths of normal sleep leading down that long straight staircase, and then the paths that you take the straight, quick way, spiraling downward. But as you reach the, the bifurcation there at the lowest, at the highest levels of just pre-waking, uh, you could pull everyone straight out again if you wanted to, or attempt another path. Uh, I guess we'll try to go towards the uh, gates of deeper sleep. Okay. So you begin moving down the the straight and narrow. The steps of lighter slumber are easy to traverse, if somewhat unfamiliar to Grawl. It has been a long, long time since you've tread these particular stairs. Your sleep has not been normal in five years. So while this is a familiar path, it is somewhat alien to you now but it is a much easier course to take with those who trail behind you. They seem to be very used to this sort of travel. Eventually you pass through the gates of lighter slumber and you begin traversing the stairs of deep slumber. And you know at the bottom of these stairs there are the gates of deepest slumber that lead to the dreamlands themselves. And as you walk down the 77 and 7 stairs of deeper slumber, you begin to feel the coalescing of forms behind you, and you see resolving into their bodies the forms of Sid, Tirza, Cherish, Etsuko, and Judah. Their eyes are closed, though, as they walk in lockstep behind you. Does everyone seem okay? For the most part, they seem physically okay. Yeah. Their bodies are whole. What can be said above their minds remains to be seen. Yay. Finally, you reach the bottom stairs, and you stand before a massive trilithon this three-pillared gate in front of which stand two immense slash-mouthed creatures with long, gangly arms, one a deep burnished blue, one a deep crimson red, their eyes to either side, their mouths, these long distended lines that crest from the tip of their front of their sternum all the way up over where a head would be, there is no head, but it extends to their back in this ravening maw that opens horizontally. Their forearms jutting to their side, their three legs in a squat tripod. These two guardians stare with 
unblinking eyes to either side of their horrific jagged mouths as the six of you coalesce in this place. Grawl, you seem to be the only one who is conscious at the moment, though. Okay. What do you do? Um, clearly the only way forward is through this Trilithon. That appears to be the only way forward, yes. Okay, cool. Um, uh, what? What? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Okay, cool. Um, did, um, in, in their journey here before, did they tell me about their attempt to get to the dreamlands before this would be the part that we would have yes yes they got to this part okay and they told me what they did that they just walked by we don't keep secrets (laughs) (laughs) did say that she knows how to get through the gate yeah i don't think crawl would have forgotten that no that's why i'm going to um and none of the um None of them in the party are are they are they like touching each other like like hand on a shoulder following or like what they, they appear to just be walking behind you in a line their eyes are closed and they fanned out behind you now eyes okay. still closed uh, I, want, I want to go over and put a hand on Etsuko's shoulder and as you reach up and touch this giant oni woman her eyes will flutter open and she will look around and stare down at you. And stare at the creatures and the gate and this dark void that you find yourselves in and she will breathe a sigh and say good we've I've seen this place the Duskweaver welcome. showed me welcome and your voices echo strangely you can't see a floor beneath you or a ceiling above you or walls to either side. There is just a gate of dark stone set against even deeper darkness. It's weird here. Yeah, used to it. Etsuko will glance around at the others and say, Can you wake them up as well? I, I, I probably. I don't. They've been here before. Judah hasn't. Maybe he has. I don't know. You should wake them up. All right. Wake up, everyone. Go around. Duck, duck, goose, all of them. (laughs) And as Grawl touches each of you in turn, you will awaken and find yourselves here in this strange place, standing before the two immense guardians of the gates of deeper slumber. Do we remember being here? As soon as you find yourselves here, your memories come back in vivid clarity. Though beyond this point, there is nothing. Yeah. Oh, right. Hey, uh, Mike, quick question. Mm-hmm. Um, are, are our forge bond items, do they feel present in this place? Sadagar does not, no. It's 
probably for the best. He'd probably be disappointed <laughs> that it was me. <laughs> gonna be like hey mike how does my forge bond item react to all this? <laughs> oh and wait like, oh, yeah, yeah, good joke reed uh okay what are you all doing um that's okay you uh you said <clears throat> this was your ballpark so leave it to you yes um i know how to make it through the gates but... don't you just walk through the gates no no. no, we just walked through the gates. I that, guess that was a bad idea. Yeah, that is that's the, what we did last time. That is the trap of this place, yes. It's probably why it went the, the tree... pretty horribly wrong. Yes. <laughs> did it? I don't remember. We were asleep for like a week and a half. Two weeks. Oh. That's a go. Yes. The true way through this place... I trust in my patron, and what I do now is an act of trust, and I hope all of you can trust me as well. Look, if you have to, like, kill us, then just say it. Because <laughs> that's the vibe first. I'm getting. I do not have to kill anyone, no, but I okay. do not know what this process will feel like. So it is probably best if I simply show you. Okay. I wonder what the, the two guards standing there are just like, are they coming in? Are they, are, are they just hanging out? Are they here to party? What's going on? Uh, she will walk forward towards the guardians. Uh, she will specifically walk towards the red, the, the, the bloody colored one of these creatures. And she will say, Priest, I seek a passage. Is the way open? And the creature will lean forward and say, its mouth moving on the top of its head in an arrhythmic fashion that doesn't line up with the words coming out of its maw. The way is open for those who are committed. And it will lean forward, its horrible jaws beginning to leak an unguent fluid from them. And Etsuko will take a deep breath and say, this one wishes to walk the dream paths. And she will stand there, staring up at this thing, and it will, in a flash of movement, open its maw and swallow Etsuko. Kind of the other thing I thought might happen. Okay. Is, are we all supposed to go to the red one? She didn't specify. We all have to go. I think. Probably. Yeah. She is leading okay. by example. Okay. Okay. All right. Terza uh, will go next. Okay. I've stepped into giant things' mouths before. This is true. <laughs> this is like a cakewalk for me. It's a, it's 
a weird brag, but okay. <laughs> yeah, weird flex. Weird flex. Yeah, weird flex. Yeah. So, Tears. you walk forward and repeat the process. Mm-hmm. You all watch as Tearsa repeats the words Etsuko just said, and the beast will, in a quick motion, just mouth gaping wide, devour Tearsa. Okay, me next. Oh, okay. Sid goes next. You go up to this creature, you repeat the words. As the thing stares down at you, you say you wish to tread the paths of the dreamlands, and this thing will swoop down as darkness closes in around your face and disappears. Judah will (sighs) stride forward. I think I think like through this whole thing, Cherish has been like psyching herself up, like okay, okay. And every time she walks forward to do it, somebody else goes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, Cherish, it's okay. You won't be last. It's fine. Cool. And yeah, Judah repeats it and gets swallowed by this creature. Cherish, you're up. Cannonball. Okay. Cherish, you walk forward and repeat the words. Wish to walk the paths of the dreamlands, and this creature will lunge forward, and you get the strangest sense of deja vu as this thing devours you. From your vision. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't like that. (laughs) (laughs) Grawl, you are left alone in this chamber, having just watched all of your friends being eaten by this giant monstrosity. Well, let's do it. Go up, repeat. And after you repeat the first phrase, the creature will say, Our paths are not for you. Whoop. Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) Alright, cool. Neat. You who possess such a key as unlocks the dream paths. Alright, I I was just trying to be like my friends. That's fine, I'll and the blue one will say, It's important to have friends. Is, I agree with both of you. Very good at your job. I, the place is beautiful. Love what you've done with it. Anyways, uh, enjoy the rest of your eternity. Going to, uh, I guess, summon the key. Okay. Now hold mm-hmm. a silver key in your hand. And uh, I want to use it to take me where I want to fucking go. Okay. So you wish to cast teleport and transport yourself to your friends. Yep. Uh, yeah. Okay. I need you to roll me percentile die. This is gonna go well. Oh boy. Uh, 58. Okay. 
Grawl, mm-hmm. where are your friends in the Dreamlands? Uh, I mean, hopefully they're in where they wanted to go. That's because it's, it's not about what was... they want. I know. Uh, oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Um, I don't know. Shit. I. It's so nice if Atsuko told me where specifically she wanted to go. Um, getting to the archive uh, was probably the problem. Um, and if this allows them to get to the archive without um, mental stress, I'm hoping that is where they're that they really wanting to go. I don't fucking what what what. I don't know. I don't know exactly. This is the proper way of getting there, I guess. I don't know. This Never had to do it that scary. way. Scary. Yes, this place will explode your brain. So where do you go? Where are your friends? The, the in the archive. Okay. There is a horrible wet darkness that surrounds all of you but Grawl. There's a horrific moment of squeezing pressure as you feel yourself sliding and changing. You feel your body twist in unnatural shapes. Sensations and feelings coming from locations that don't make sense. But as you coalesce out of darkness into a new breed of darkness one that is close and full of a sensation as though there is furniture nearby that you can almost touch but can't see you know it's there in the darkness but it's that sensation of it being just out of touch there's the feeling of rough wide stones beneath your feet. There's a smell of old parchment in the air. You hear the breathing of your friends nearby, but there is only darkness here. Cherish? Like a super uncomfortable situation for me because usually I can see in the dark mm. but I can't right now mm-hmm. I hate that <laughs> um, I'll reach out for where I hear Tears' voice you reach I out into the that. Stygian darkness and you touch and eventually you feel your wee friend nearby Is this what it's like for you all the time (laughs) at night? Yes. (laughs) I hate it. Except you guys can all see, so it's even worse. (laughs) Oh, yeah. How far away do they sound? It's very difficult to say. 10 feet, 20 feet, but then their voices will reverberate and echo in strange ways. Hey guys, I'm going to try and find you. Uh, uh yeah. I'm going to reach forward. Yeah, I'll uh, just, like stick my arm out. 
And yeah, I think. Eventually, you find a big shaggy form, and Judah will say, "Oh, yes, I am." Hmm. Oh, this is very Judah. odd. Hey. Bro, are you Etsuko? Are you guys here? And Etsuko will say, "Yes, I am here, here, here." And her voice is getting slightly more diminished as she finishes talking. And this is this is intentional. This is good. <laughs> And the distant voice of Etsuko will say, I'm not sure, sure, sure. Comforting. Crawl? Hi there. Crawl, you find yourself in the archive, where you always begin your journey. There is a central stack, and you f see these five weirdos just reaching out <laughs> and trying to touch each other. <laughs> Assholes over here, <laughs> literally. And wait, wait, wait. Etsu no, no, no. Etsuko is like on the other side of this clearing in the stacks, just staring into a bookcase that she's like not quite touching. <laughs> like, oh, she loves looking out windows. <laughs> that kind of thing. Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, where um, are you? All right. Yeah. No, I'm coming. Just give me a second. This is really, really funny. How do I? How do I save a picture of this? This is good. This is good. Uh, does stone of far speech have a camera? <laughs> camera. I just came up with something. Anyways. Yeah. No. Um. Uh. If I tap them on the shoulder, like kind of thing, do they open their eyes again, like they did before? Their eyes are open. God damn it. Okay. Um. Uh... All right. So. Um, everyone, can you all hear me? Everyone gather around. I'm going to go grab Etsuko and get everyone like a circle kind mm -hmm. of thing. Gather around um, what? Yeah. I, just I imagine just you're gathering around. Us, positions us okay. in a circle. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you, um, why don't you position us? Yeah. 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 Okay. You stand here. You stand here. Okay. Because it sounds okay. like you can see and we can't. I can super duper see. Yeah. Super so, used to this So place. now this is especially like what it's like for me, Cherish. Oh, okay. Right. Oh, you can't see in the dark. Oh, that's funny. Um, <laughs> I always forget that. Yeah. I no, guess. It's weird. Uh, anyways, uh, I guess, how do I describe it? You're in a giant library right now. Okay. okay. I am trying to figure out a way in which I can make it so you guys can see around here. It, I, I don't remember do how it worked I for me. cast light, it'll do anything? Probably not, right? Uh, you can try. Etsuko will I say, how are you cool. able to see? Uh, yeah, no, I'm here like every night, like every night. So this yeah. is it. Uh, this is the... This is, this is where, this is Mott's house. Welcome to Mott's house. Party time. Where the magic happens. This, uh, if I roll well. Yeah. <laughs> I think... I think according to what you've described, it's kind of like the opposite of Mott's house. <laughs> He's just kind of here. I mean, it's kind of Mott's, like, prison cell thing. Oh. But any, anyways. I mean, is he? I mean, he's here, right? He's always here. Do you... Ah, boy. Who... Introduce us help? to the parents! Oh, <laughs> the, the smile on Mike's face <laughs> that just popped up was... Oh. Uh, Mott the Fockers. Wait. <laughs> Good. Mwah. Podcast <laughs> over. We did it. Got there. I mean, can um, he help us? He helps me. 
can he help you help us? I can ask. I mean, it I sounds around. like you don't want to. I just, <laughs> there's usually a price for things. Well, if it's, Anyways, if it's too inconvenient, it, it's not it's inconvenient. Just... It's always convenient. That's the problem. Hey, Etsuko? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh, do we need our site for what we're doing here? The information I had just got us here. I'm not precisely sure what yeah. we're doing here. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm gonna feel. I'm gonna feel up to my horns. And I'm gonna cast light on my horns. Okay. And yeah, Grawl, you would see the light being cast on Tears's or on Cherish's horns. <laughs> All right, your Did horns are glowing now. Your horns are glowing. Can anyone cool. else see Does the it horns? Look cool, at least. I. It looks very cool. Like okay. on a scale of one to ten, it's at least an eight. Okay. But it doesn't what, do anything. Hey, what me. color what color is your light like? It's glowing? like gold. Gold? Okay, yeah, it's super cool. Um, did that do anything for anyone? No. No. Great, cool. I kind of figured. Damn it. Alright, Mart. I brought friends. Come and meet my friends. <laughs> Dad. This is going to go well. Don't embarrass me, Dad. Roll give me I'm a not... perception check. Yeah, he's probably right goddamn behind Eddie. Uh, <laughs> yes, I see your friends. <laughs> yeah, come on, tablet, wake up. Uh, perception is plus five. Um, so that is a four plus five, which is a nine, but I'm going to use saving face. Mm. Uh, and I've got going to get the maximum on that, which is yeah, another four, damn. so that's 14. Okay. Uh, you would see your blood specters hovering on the outskirts of this clearing. They're not making their usual approach towards you to render aid. Uh, they seem to be... Yeah. You want to gesture for them? I mean, you can come on over. Just hang out. I, I uh, as they grow close, there. you all see a, a ruddy, bloody light begin to filter into the area around you. And... Grawl, you see the three blood specters, but the rest of you just see this red, bloody light diffuse into the area around you, and it fills the space, and suddenly you can see each other and Grawl in this red emergency lighting, and the space around you suddenly illuminated out to about 30 feet in oh, any given direction. Okay. What what did you do that worked? We can yeah, see. Um so when I when my sword makes the specters in like mm, the hemogoblins. The, yeah, the hemogoblins, yes. Uh they wind up here when they're done in I guess the physical world and they help me research. Um but I'm terrible at research, so it kind of balances out kind of well. Um yeah, they're going to, I guess, help you or me or all of us. Um, they're here. Um, oh, that re- okay, so we're here. We can see. Well, now. Wraith's frozen. Oh. Am I still here? Oh, no, no, you're, you're here. You're good. Okay, my internet flipped. 
Um, well, I guess using the Humo Goblins and you, I guess we are about to do some research. Etsuko, any any bright ideas? I'm I'm unsure. Um, are we going to be able to discuss matters with your patron as well? We can if you want. I'm to. just asking. You were calling out to him. I'm not sure if that. Yeah, was... I mean, I mean, I, I, I could, I could try. <laughs> I got halfway there and then saw the specters and waved them over. Kind of put a. You're saying the the that. specters are here around us now? Yeah, I'm assuming that's what's allowed y'all to see. They're kind of red. Ah, uh, hmm. yeah. that makes sense. Hmm. And Etsuko will. Think for a moment, then she will take out her book, which she apparently has, um, and you can see now that its cover is this black leather, and it is covered in what looks like silvery-looking spider webs. It did not look like this where you were before. Ah, uh, things are revealed here. Shit's cool. And she will stare at the book for a second, but then kind of nod to herself as though she's seen it look like this before. And she will flip it open and flip to a page, and she will run her fingers across the page and then lift them up. And you can see this weird black ink on her fingers, which she will paint across her eyes. And suddenly her eyes begin to glow this deep bruise-like purple, and she'll blink and look around and she'll say, Ah, there we are. Oh, and she, oh. As she's clearly staring, staring at your specters. Yeah. Um, uh, this is one, two, three. Uh, um, I yeah, was, I don't... and she'll turn to you, Cherish, and say, I can see everything a lot more clearly by a simple application of casting detect magic. Yeah, that would be super cool. cool. Yeah, awesome. Damn it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I can do that, but I cannot impart that on the rest of you. I think that may be how you're able to see in here permanently, Grawl. That makes sense. I can well, detect evil and good, but not I magic. wouldn't use it here. <laughs> really wouldn't. <laughs> but, Grawl, how else are we going to find aberrant magic? Don't do that. Oh, yeah, I know. Did so, you tell Grawl that he detects is an aberration, by the way? Did you last week? I'm no. just curious. No? Okay. Uh, cool. So much has happened. So much. Yeah. I, I just don't think I've had time. That's fine. Um, it's okay. It's okay. It's all right. Uh, I think Tears are probably, as you say that, realizes and is like, oh, God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so, okay. I. Hmm. So. Etsuko and Grawl can see just fine. I think that we... Grawl, you said that the Blood Spectres help you research. Right. So you should definitely take at least one, and then we'll split the other two between the rest of us so that we well, can see and help out. I was going to say the three of you could each take a Spectre. That would give each of you the ability to see. Etsuko can see. That only leaves Judah. Judah, how are you doing? I'm... I mean, this place is marvelous. 
You, you see? Like I can see with the, the light of your specters, but oh, what okay. little I can see. And the the light of the specters is enough to give you a, a pretty good idea of the, sc- the scope of this place, at least in your immediate mm-hmm. vicinity. And as far as you can tell, it's just infinite bookshelves going up and away into forever. Yeah. Which is very exciting for Cherish. Yeah. Um, a few things I want to point out, bef- even before we start divvying up teams and stuff like that. Hmm. Things in here will shred your mind. Okay? I want to make that abundantly clear. There are things in here that were not meant for us to read. Which is, okay, so we need to be extra careful since we are specifically looking for things involving the Far Realm. Yep. I read a book one time. I can understand, uh, well, I don't know. Does he know that he can understand this, understand Aklo? But yes. He has no, like, normal It is a terrible burden of knowledge. Yeah. Anyways, I can understand this uh, specific language that has no application to my daily life, but it was a terrible cost, and it's very taxing on the mind. Mm. And not like, oh no, I've got a headache. Things aren't all right up there all the time. Anyways, it's great. It's cool. It's awesome. Be careful. Don't read things if you're like, yeah, this is a little weird. So friend, what? Call a buddy. Buddy system. What? What do we read? Yeah. So we need to what? be looking. We look. We're looking for specifically things on, um, making black mithril, uh-huh. accessing powers. Well, I guess you know if we can find something on how to make mithril, I'm sure it will have something in there about imbuing mithril with nope. uh, far realms power. Um, if we can find something specifically on Lawless Pendants, that would also be great. Um... So, what I'm thinking is each of you takes a specter. Etsuko, you don't require a specter to see, and Judah goes along with one of the people with a specter to still be able to see. And So, one of the specters will have an additional We'll have two people with it. Judah will ask, these specters, what are they? They were... Um, Combatants. They were enemies that tried to... Uh, they were the cultists that tried to kill us. Foes slain in battle. Hmm. Yes. Yeah. And now they, they aid us. They are the essence of those who you slew? Perhaps. I don't know if it is them or just a reflection of them. Let me try something then. And he will raise his hand and it will begin to glow with a, a soft golden light. And that light actually does glow out. And he'll say, hmm. The light here, and it will dim in his palm and the light will go away. The light here is cast by the soul. Um, I'm sure Grawl doesn't look too pleased about that. Considering how he apologized to them anyways. 
I may be able to move on my own as well, or perhaps help others. All right. Do whatever you see fit. Trust you. At least for a limited time. It can be rather taxing using such powers in a contained way. Don't push yourself to the extreme. We still have to get out of here at some point. Hmm. So we're here to research sources of aberrant magic. Is, yeah, I... is, is this place not a source of aberrant magic? Is this place a source of aberrant magic? Perhaps. I don't, if it is, Ugh. I don't know how to you do anything with it other than, like, travel here. I have a key that gets me here. Mott lives here, and I can travel to where he is at. But that is maybe the extent if, of my knowledge. Maybe if you can find him, could you talk to him about channeling that? I mean, you know, just as part of the research. You don't, again, you don't have to. I whatever, yeah, but I'll, it's not like the world's at stake or anything. But no, I, I, I understand. Yeah. I'll see what I, uh, yeah. I'll see what I can do to find Mott and the, before I start my research. Okay. And before you break up, Etsko will ask. This place, Grawl, it contains. How much information is contained here? Don't know. All of it. Most of it. Some of it. You can walk forever in any direction. And Judah will say in sort of a whispered awe, all sorts of answers could be found here. I... Again, this is the Dreamlands archive. This is not the archive. This is a reflection of the actual place. There are things here that are missing in large swaths. And Judah will nod and Etsuko is still just kind of standing, staring around. So what do the rest of you do? As you are now all within the Dream Archive. Um, if I tell the Blood Spectres that they are to follow and aid um, the the members of the party, will they do so? Or yeah, absolutely, they will. Perfect. They cool. follow your every whim. Help my friends, please and thank you. I'm sorry, I've trapped your souls here in a weird uh, dimension of the uh, the Far Realms thing. Cool, neat, awesome, fun. I'm gonna get a research in. Okay. So. I thought we were gonna fight something. Here uh -huh. is. Yeah! The law <laughs> yeah. of the Dream Archive. 
you have access to a near boundless font of information. Your choice is to research the pressing concern that is at hand or finding answers to the questions you might have. <laughs> that is the choice so that the bad. archive presents. According to your friend Grawl, this place has a near limitless amount of information that could be all of the answers you seek. Roll better than me. That's all I ask. Well, oh, with, with my minus one? Yeah, well, dog, I've got a fucking uh, minus one, too, and that's why the, my three blood specters equate to only two. Uh, oh, wait, we don't have advantage. You do if you work in together. If you want advantage with their working with a blood specter? No, if, if, if you pair off or have somebody assist you, and you can get Judah or Etsuko to help you as well, um, uh, a single pair of you could have advantage. And that includes you, Roll. Great, cool. We're doing that, uh, then. <laughs> I, I am assuming that our Forgebound items are still... Those of us with Forgebound items, which maybe is just me, maybe, or maybe not. I don't know. I'm assuming they are not present here. I haven't here. addressed it. Uh, your Forgebound items are present. The items themselves are about you. But no, like, presence. Because I assume Sadikar would be super enthusiastic about this if he was aware. Yeah, I was going to say, Maz, I'm assuming she would have something to say. They have not made any comments as of yet. And <laughs> yeah, I think the two of you especially would consider that odd. Yeah. <laughs> I just imagine Maz, like, yelling to nobody. Like, Yeah! <laughs> Why can't you hear me? <laughs> Sorry, right, so pairing off, I guess. That is an option. Advantage is great. Advantage is really good. Advantage is very good. But there's also some... Everyone's kind of looking at each other just like, yes, we should go research... Far Realm, Black this, Mithril. This unholy, yeah. spooky library. Yeah, split off in an infinite maze of knowledge. and full. Oh, full yeah. of knowledge that might make us go completely mad. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mott might not be the only thing living in here, too. It could be other shit, too. Who knows? God, Fucking, please don't, don't say that to us. Etsuko will say, I will attempt to find any information I can about accessing Far Realm energies. I think that may be enough. Right. Don't anyone to go with you? Or... It will help you, Etsuko. I plan on focusing my research towards application of spell work, so anyone who is capable of feats of spell may be useful, but anyone else, no offense. Yep, I got it. Yeah, I, I, Etsuko, I will assist you. Cherish is maybe the only un one who would understand. Very well. <laughs> and she will 
with her eyes still glowing gold, uh, start moving off and inspecting the stacks. Cherish, you follow uh, behind. All right. And what I'm the assuming rest a blood specter goes with yeah. them as well, so Cherish can see. Okay. Um, all right. Well, we've four of us. Um, I know my way around here. I don't require a specter to see. Um, Buddha apparently doesn't either, but that would be taxing on him. Um, I guess, does anyone want to research the creation of Black Mithril? Uh, I'm so sorry. What Etsuko is looking for accessing the Far Realm? She is trying to look up information about spells that could probably let somebody wield Far Realm energy. Okay. So, like, rather than uh, accessing the Far Realm, just, like, maybe some existing spell that would let you expend energy from the Far Realm in some fashion. Okay. Any bright ideas from anyone? Um, Consistently come in here and spitball. Yeah, I mean, yeah, looking up a process for how to turn Mithril into Black Mithril might be... Research is not my thing. Uh, So I can help. I can help whoever, but I do not think I should take the lead on this. Tirza, how how are you uh, finding things? I not not one of my skills, really. I, I mean, Crawl, you are a regular here, right? It doesn't mean I'm good at it. Probably better than us. I'm pretty good at finding things. Right, there we go. Yeah, right. all right. So at least two of you and Sid pair off. Take a specter with you. And uh, um, I can maybe look around into uh, information about how we might uh, make these amulets, perhaps. Sounds good. Judah, you should take the specter with you as well, in case things get too much. Uh, I have definitely saved my some energy, yes. Uh, and in the meantime, I guess I could talk with Mott. See if he might provide some aid in this endeavor. Should we, um, so as to not get lost in, again, the infinite stacks of knowledge, uh, stay within, do our far speech stones work here? Good question. I pull, well, I try and pull one out. Do I? Do I have it? You have it. Testing. Testing. So there's no camera on these things. I wish we bought the upgrade <laughs> model. <laughs> and you find that your stones of far speech do in fact work here. Great. So as Can long we as we stay within within five hundred stone, stone. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we could tag them end-to-end equating to Yeah, and Grawl, you know you're capable with your silver key of finding people pretty quickly. 
Yeah. Oh, well, so. if you bring that up, then I'll... Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm capable of finding people, but, you know... Okay, then, fine. Don't we go just, crazy. We should no just running. go now. Okay. And I just try not to draw unwanted attention to yourself. It is a library, <laughs> after all. Uh, You're purple, <laughs> right, but okay. infinite darkness. So, uh, you split up and begin your lines of research, and uh, if anyone would like to deviate from their current methodology to try to find some answers that they seek, please uh, message me now privately, just to let me know that you're doing that on the down low. Uh, but if not, you can just... Uh, well, it's, it's an either-or thing, right? You're definitely pursuing one or the other, yeah. Yeah. How do you know they're not both the same thing? It's true. I'm... <laughs> Hey, I want answers as much as y'all do. So if you want to, I Reed will not be hurt. I want to fucking know shit. But this is an opportunity that may be singular in its occurrence. We don't know yet. This is certainly the first time any of you have been here. Whether or not it's yeah. the last, who knows? But this is this is a golden opportunity to perhaps learn some intrinsic secrets that you may be wondering after. So as you all split up, uh, you can go ahead and give me your investigation rolls, or if you're aiding somebody else, uh, you can do that to give them advantage. Sid, I will take the lead on investigation. Okay. Um, oh, so I'm not rolling for Whatever investigation. You need. Yeah. They are investigation right. rolls, yeah. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Um, I guess... Let's see. Oh, wait. I was like, I have a plus five to investigation? I'm looking at my Dreamlands character sheet. Hold on. Um, let's see. I'll tell you right now, Etsuko has a plus six to investigation. Yeah, I was kind of, I kind of figured that she might be better at it than me, so I'm going to give her advantage. Okay. She's so wonderful. She's not bad. Okay. Um, Judah. Oh, poor Judah. <laughs> And, uh, Tirza, you're taking the lead on yours? 18. 18. Uh, Etsuko got a 26. Um, nice. Oh, yeah. And as you're wandering through the stacks, um, there is a real sense that this place is older than anywhere any of you have ever been. You've gotten a sense of old from places like the old mage's tower or uh, certain aspects of hanging around the mayor seeing his coffin the mayor of storm Hit, or of blue gulch i should say yeah. um in certain cer capital t capital m certain places in stormhaven have a sense of ancientness to them this place is older than any of those it's like going to the East Coast as a Pacific Northwesterner and then going to, like, fucking Egypt and being yeah. like, oh, I thought the East Coast was old, but no, oh, that was no, dumb no, no, no. of me. <laughs> this was old when that was new. <laughs> and, yeah, Egypt to the point is, like, even, this was old when the Roman Empire was just starting to get its legs off the ground. <laughs> yeah. And 
yeah, as you all begin delving into your research, Grawl, mm-hmm. you go looking to have a talk with Big Papa Mott? Uh, <laughs> Papa Mott, yeah. His daddy. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> Don't. Yeah. As you are all tricking about the archive, there's this general sense that you're being watched. Yep. Maybe it's the invisible blood specters that are following you all. Which, by the way, I think it's hard to because they don't have physical form to Tirza, but Tirza is trying to shy as far away from them as possible. Which makes it very fun because as you shy away from them, the light begins they to move. dwindle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they probably just fucking move closer. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but there's also a sense of movement out there in the darkness. A shape moving around the corner of a shelf. A small movement out of the corner of your eye. A hunched figure at the end of a shelf that will resolve into nothing at all as you draw closer. And these strange visions dance at the edge of your perception as you do your research. Grawl, mm-hmm. what do you do to call out your patron? Uh, I want to summon the book this time. And you still, and you still see that two of the clasps are locked. Okay, that's one of the things I wanted to check. So that uh, uh, eases some of my concerns. Um, uh, I'd like to find uh, like that table, like at least a similar table, mm-hmm. the long table with like the two chairs at the, yeah. at the ends. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'd like to sit down at one of the ends. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'd like to put the book on the table. Okay. And when it thumps down onto the table, you stare down at it, and you get the sense that Mott is nearby, but is not readily apparent. Carl's uh, just going to speak as if he is there, because, I mean, I'm assuming Mott's watching everything. So, I mean, you, you don't have to come out. You can stay where you're at. Fine, I'm going to talk regardless. So, uh, I wouldn't worry too much about my friends. They are just visitors trying to find some information. You could expedite things if you wanted to, or you could continue to watch. Up to you. And there's a sense of questioning anticipation in the air, but there's no actual response fine I'm looking for something particular I am particularly terrible at finding things in here I assume you're probably a little bit better at finding things than I am I'm looking for ways to create an amulet multiple amulets Uh, I'm looking for black mithril. I'm looking 
for ways to imbue far realms energy. Any input on that, Mott? There is a pregnant silence full of unspoken menace. You get the sense that the creature Mott wants to talk but is still weighing the risk of such an act. And you know from your past interactions with the creature that speaking to you directly costs it something. It can speak to you directly but in doing so, it exposes itself to danger from its captors. All right. I get it. You don't want to come out. Things are dire. Can you point us in the right direction? You don't have to say anything. And a sibilant whisper from all around you with a quick, quick word will simply say, Scroll! Thank you. And then, uh, Grawl thinks about the scroll that he has of contact other, is it other, other plane? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Is that it, Mott? I've literally been sitting on this the entire time. Oh, oh God, I'm dumb. <laughs> All right. Wow. Um, yeah, this is embarrassing, really. I, um, I appreciate you. Do good work. <sighs> All right. Thank you. Um, I'll get you something good in the next... I don't know. Maybe I'll get you Tears of Sword. I, I don't know. I'll Give I'll me an something. insight roll. Yeah. Oh, wow. God, I can't roll. I I think it's this mat I'm rolling on. It just dampens all the blows. Yeah. Um, that's a 10. Okay. Yeah, you're, you've put a, a 
piece of the puzzle has slotted into place and you're just like, oh, shit, of course. All right. I mean, cool. All right. Anything else I should be concerned with? I, I realize you probably don't have anything to say right now, given circumstances. And there's no response. Okay. So, Tirza, your line of research was about uh, Black Mithril, yes? Yeah. You sure about that? Just want to be sure. Sid wouldn't know either just, way. Just, I'm just I curious. Know. Did you walk away from your computer without your headset on? Yeah, I can't. Uh, okay. I can't. I'm just yeah. checking. No, I'm this is checking. for the best. Yeah. Yeah. No. Exactly. I. I. I didn't do it on purpose. Um, no, nope, it's to step, really step good. Away for a second, mm-hmm. but it's, it's yeah. really good. It's very. Good. I. I have theories about. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, I think that. <sighs> and for the two of you who are aiding others in roles, uh, my question would be the same. Are you actually helping or are you looking for your own answers? I'm smart. I can figure that out later. I'm helping Etsuko. Okay. So Cherish is genuinely helping. Okay. I'm just so mad that I'm here at all. I think I feel like, yeah. I don't know why I'm doing it, my voice. What are you doing, Tirza? I no, I'm not looking up. What the hell is black mithril? I don't fuck. Um. Uh, I know Grawl already attempted to to um. Yeah, but I'm dumb. Yeah, attempted to look, but I and I also don't know that you did that. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. So I'm, yeah, I'm going to use that 18 to, um, God, what's the keyword that I want to use? <laughs> did you roll with advantage? I did. Okay. So, so that means I... Sid, you were unwittingly help. Yeah. In a uh, search for information that is not necessarily germane to the main task at hand. Now, whether or not Sid wow, realizes uh, that is... I'm, u- I'm usually so bad at... Fi- or I'm usually so good at figuring stuff out, and I just... I couldn't find anything this time. That sucks. Um, it's fine. I think I'm going to... use the... Oh, God, I almost want to say I look for the keyword cage keepers. Um... 
Yeah. Yeah. Again, there's not really a keyword search, but you're this is just kind of you're looking for general information about that terminology. Mm-hmm. Okay. And yeah, Sid, a lot of what's being researched just goes <laughs> straight over your head. Yeah, I have I have no I'm like, is there like a fiction section somewhere? <laughs> There's the coloring book. There section. is. You could probably <gasps> find every single uh Horatio Emberlight story collected. Maybe. Maybe. Oh. But you is... think you're helping. <laughs> yeah. I just like it when I look over at Mike's screen and job. he smiles just a little bit at any time we have kind of like a silly idea and he's mm-hmm. like, Yeah. One of these days. Do it. Um so, Tirza, as you're beginning your line of research, your hand rests on a book that looks to be some kind of, like, dark metallurgy tome, but then you draw it away in slight disgust as you realize the implications of this place, and then it's your own thoughts in mind. It's funny, because the Blood Spectre actually trying to avoid the Blood Spectre leads me right to this section. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. It's all good. Because uh, so it's true. As you turn aside from books that may be specifically to the cause of what you're looking for, you begin looking around through other pieces of esoterica, and you begin to realize that the information stored in this place is so much older and richer than anything you have available in the valley. The information here is about huge expansive but at the same time minute and specific things the likes of which that no Jarashir would ever be taught such things because they wouldn't be useful to the purpose of the Jarashir but at the same time it's tantalizing and intoxicating just the sheer amount of knowledge one could procure from a place like this. And as you begin your time researching, you look upon the idea of this phrase that has been bandied about towards you on multiple occasions by these ancient beings throughout the valley. Cage Keeper. has stuck in your craw for a while. This idea that you would somehow be a jail keeper of some kind. To restrict someone's freedom is an interesting idea, given how the Jarashir are raised. Because <laughs> you are, at a time, restricting your own abilities to do what you wish to do so helps ensure that those in the valley remain free and safe. It is a sacrifice mm-hmm. that the Jarashir make knowingly. I think uh, Tirza is also particularly chafes at the idea of restriction because she is realizing for the first time how right. it's hard to know that you've been limiting yourself or that you have been limited until you see beyond that. And I think that that's, um, 
And as yeah. you begin researching, you begin finding little bits and pieces of referencing something that's referred to as the cage. Or the bird cage. Or the, the soul cage. It's called a lot of things. But almost inevitably you find that it is connected to a single word. Because there are some who can never escape this place, and it is a place called Sigil. And there is a keeper of that place, and she is called the Lady of Pain. Whether or not this relates to the Jar Sheer, you're unsure. But eventually, you do find references to other cages, other places. There is this idea that a plane can be turned into a cage, and it has been done so over the years. There was once mm -hmm. a wizard that rose to an indomitable amount of power, to the point where he sacrificed his love and his life to dark powers that he might achieve in even greater strength. And in doing so, he drew himself, the souls of those he loved, and the nation which he sought to rule into a type of cage, and that cage was called Barovia. Hmm. <laughs> You find telling of the this esoteric idea that it's it's more of a book of philosophy than natural science. It's the idea that reality itself is a cage, but it is not a cage for any of the creatures that live within this multiverse. Our reality is simply the cage for what is outside. That the far realm itself is held back by existence. That entropy is held back by ordered creation of life. And someone who would keep such a cage has a dire duty indeed, it would seem. Okay. And in this strange esoteric philosophical work, the last little section that you read on is the idea that every cage, though, must have a gate. And what would happen if it were to swing open? Or worse yet, be destroyed? Okay. And that is what you learn. Hmm. Lovely. And Sid, it's boring. <laughs> oh my god. I hate uh, libraries. <laughs> Sid, Sid's, uh, much like Tirza was for Cherish, Sid's help is mostly like 
Tirza is like reading something and it gets referenced to something else and she's like, Oh my god, Sid, can you grab this? And he just like hands hands uh, it over, probably. Just, just like uh Paul Rudd cleaning in Wet Hot American Summer, like begrudgingly <laughs> handing over. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Tears is pouring through books, like. Oh. <laughs> Great. Okay. Um. Also, really, really quickly, mm-hmm. Barovia. Um, I never. We never got a sense of the name of the place that. That strange mistrusted place, Sid. yeah, yeah. That I, that I followed Cherish and Sid too. Yeah. Any names in the thing that Tirza was reading about? It's probably just a reference, so maybe it doesn't. Barovia, yeah. It names Barovia, and it names okay. this dark figure which drew his country into the cage that was Barovia. Uh, with, with some other texts that are available to the party, you might have a wider context, but for now it is a bit more strange. It's like, oh wow, this guy has the same last name as the mayor. Weird. <laughs> yeah, weird. I totally don't have a journal that's just kind of hanging out in my back pocket all the time. Hmm. Well, that's fine. Whatever. Okay. Oh my god, I forgot that he goes by his actual last name. I totally spaced on that. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Boy. Okay, so uh meanwhile, uh Cherish, you are helping with Etsuko, and Etsuko uh having someone looking over her shoulder is definitely more motivated to keep on focusing on the, the subject at hand. And eventually, the two of you, doing some research, uh, begin cross-referencing with some... They're not spell books, but they're books about spells. And there is a difference there. These books are about how to construct something I've described before, but what is called a diagram. It is like an uber ritual. And the diagram you begin to process is... Well, she rolled very well, so this is for an 8th level spell what? called Abidalzim's Horrid Wilting. Oh boy. And if done correctly, it would... Well, it... it, it doesn't treat living material very well, but that is because it opens up a 30-foot cubes worth of Far Realm energy that can seriously, seriously disrupt any living creature within that space to the tune of 12d8 necrotic damage. Cool. Okay. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, any non-magical creatures within the uh, area, such as trees or shrubs, uh, wither and die instantly. Each creature in the area must make a constitution saving throw. Constructs and undead aren't affected. Uh, plants and water elementals make the sh- throw with disadvantage. Cool. 
And yeah, this is a an 8th level spell that uh, sorcerers and wizards could just learn eventually. Uh, but as a diagram could be done by people at a much lower level, albeit at a much longer casting time. Right. And what mm. is that much longer casting time? Do Two hours. Okay. Okay. Two hour ritual fifth diagram. Question. Mm-hmm. Would learning about this spell add it to the spells that I could take when I get 8th level spells? Very possible. Okay. It's probably not going to come up. I just wanted to ask because I was curious. It's already a sorcerer spell, so technically it's already on that list. Okay. I didn't realize. Is it? It's in a different book, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. It's out of the... Oh, the Elemental Evil. So I'm guessing it's in uh, okay. Xanathar's. Yeah, okay, because I was going to say, like, on the, on the, like, online stuff, it's not, it doesn't show up, I don't think, so. Okay. Um, yeah, it's out of the Elemental Evil uh, book, which I'm pretty sure all of those okay. spells ended up in uh, Xanathar's, if I'm not mistaken. I'm pretty okay. sure they are, yeah. Okay, I will just have to expand my knowledge of sorcerer spells, I suppose. Yeah. Abi Dalzim's horrid wilting. That's such a good. Okay, can we take half a second to recognize how cool that name is, and then move on to something <laughs> pretty <else>? fucking cool? <laughs> Two-hour ritual with the diagram. Yeah. So, could Etsuko or I cast it with the diagram, or was that would that be something only like a wizard could do? It would require the two of you plus probably more people to pour power okay. into it. Okay. To make it work. Okay. Way to God. Wait, I, got, I got an idea, but I'm not there for this fucking... Effectively, you need spell slots enough to equal an 8th level spell slot. Okay. And she has up to a 4th level spell slot available to her. Right, and I only have up to... What level are we? Nine. <laughs> Nine. Nine? Yeah. This, again, I love many things about this booklet, but I'm not sure if it has a place in it for what level I am. Which is frustrating. <laughs> uh, level nine? Yeah, I only have up to five. Okay, so you could... Between the two of you, you could do it. Yeah, like, I have a bunch of fucking spell slots, generally speaking, so. Yeah. All of mine are at five. All of them. All two of them. <laughs> uh, Grawl, mm -hmm. after your brief, brief, brief conversation with uh, Mott, mm -hmm. is there anything you would like to research? I mean, knowing what I know, I feel... I feel like I'd be silly trying to, like... Like, how does one accrue far, far, far realm, uh, whatever. Um, but specifically the crafting of amulets, uh, and like the forging or the imbuing of, uh, items with far realm energy is, uh, is kind of important because if we know how to get it, doesn't mean we know what to do with it. So 
Okay. Right. There's still a, there's still an abjuration yeah. component. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would uh, I would like to try and find um, something that has to do with um, the application. Okay. Of uh, then yeah, give me that. Uh, roll that beautiful bean footage. Investigation roll. You still get your specter bonus, even though they're off uh, helping other people. You're still oh, cool. present and helping. Um, not going to be much because that's a nine. Okay. I can't roll well in here. It is a curse. You find a book about a uh, reading up on the creation of amulets. Uh, you find a book about a, uh, uh, somebody who managed to wrangle a genie into an amulet and it seemed to work out great for them until they got to their last wish. And then things kind of yeah. went off the rails. Yeah, things don't work out well with genies or genies. Or... Yep. Um, cool. Neato. But uh, it's, a, it's an interesting book about uh, trying to imbue powers into jewelry. Uh, but it isn't necessarily what you're looking for. Huh. Sounds about right from a, a trip to the Dreamlands. Cool. Um, Just remember that information for Cherish. You might find that interesting. Hey, yeah. Just yeah. Take your dad. Put him in a put him in a, a necklace. Call it. Listen. Oh well, yeah. Good. That's that's good <laughs> advice for everybody. Yeah. Take, Take your dad, dad. Put him in a necklace. <laughs> or put him in something he doesn't want to be in. Like uh, toenail yeah. clippers. Like a coffin. <laughs> Eventually, you will all reconvene, and. Judah comes back with a, a dour look on his face as you all kind of recollect each other and find each other in this place using your stones of far speech. Yep, you okay? You okay, Judah? Um. Y- yes, yes. Uh, uh, I was unsuccessful in uh, finding anything about creation of amulets. I'm sorry. Yeah, same. Same. I am really bad at this place. I should have. Uh... Yeah, I should have. I should have tried harder. I guess. God dang it. Um, I did find something. Yes. But yeah, it's. I feel bad about it. Um, we uh, we took something from someone at one point uh, because they were dead. Um, unfortunate. It was a friend. Um, and turns out it was an item that really kind of solves this problem to a certain degree. And I feel really bad about forgetting it, but as I'm coming to uh, grips with that, I am forgetful about a lot of things. Wow. That's a cool what? say. What is it? I, um... I, I have a, a scroll of contact other plane. I guess we had it identified at our friend Omatep's shop one time. And I forgot about it. Where did we get that? Got it off of uh, our certain friend's body. Jeremiah Payne. Yep. Uh, oh.
So we can use that to get in contact with, or to get. I what do we use it for? Etsuko will say, "I I don't know how that helps us." I okay. Well, I mean, so either what Mott meant when he told me scroll really he's a talker um was the scroll the one scroll that i've had for a very long time now at this point to contact any plane we want we want to that being i don't know something outside the realms of normalcy or we are supposed to be looking for a scroll, and that, I mean, is ridiculous, given the enormity of this place. I am simply confused because the spell Contact Other Planes, generally you are contacting an entity from another plane. Well, so, um, what if we contact an entity from the far realms. Listen. Yeah, listen. I know. I'm just I again. I don't think that uh, an artifact you got off of Jeremiah Payne, who I will remind you, died a horrible death because of his contact with other planes, is the best idea. Especially ones with Do you know that your patron has your best interest at heart at all times, Grawl? This seems... I No, he, Mott has Mott's interests at heart, always. That's kind of how it works. Yeah, it's a shitty deal. I mean, Grawl looks at, like, Atsuko and it's like, yeah, warlock patrons, right? It is rather the way of things. They do not lend power because of their beneficence. They lend power to achieve some goal. <laughs> I, I don't like that it's the answer that I found, but it is something. Do we have any other options? Did anyone point? else find anything? I didn't find shit. Sako and I found something that could be probably like a solution. Okay. What, 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 like what is full it? stop. It's going to need some time and some energy and some very careful planning. Alright, so it's like closing a rift, yeah? Uh, in Very similar, yes. It is a magic ritual that will concoct a spell that would create a zone of energy of far realm energy alright okay so okay. we have what a source then and then do we, we just toss that. the mithril in well we can center the spell on the mithril it's going to need to be in some sort of space that has nothing organic in it Nothing organic that's whoa, important whoa. in it at all. Wait, wait, wait. So we're abusing the f a spell that is anti-life, I guess? Uh, it, it certainly disrupts any living thing that contains any sort of moisture as well. Yeah. Uh, 
it is very disruptive. What I and then and then we're going to put those on. Well, the idea would be that the mithril will absorb the negative oh. energy of the far realm, and then oh, okay. presumably with the right abjuration magics, they would be made safe to wear. All right. Yes, that was okay. my next question. What is the correct abjuration magic? I think we would leave that to the experts, yes? Yeah. Okay. I suppose if we want to spend a little more time in here, we could maybe focus on that. Um, but other than otherwise, then yeah, we would probably just leave it to House Sonoran or specifically Anaean. Um, question, Mike. Um, given that I'm here every night, do I have a concept of how time is progressing or do I not? You have a vague sense of the amount of time you usually spend researching versus a good night's sleep. Okay, because I've done one thing of research, mm -hmm. which means if we're spending another round of research in here, it's probably going to equate to another probable day or eight hours or something like that. Six to eight hours is probably Six a good hours. Okay. guess. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going to uh, relay that to everyone. The longer, the longer we spend in here researching, the more time is passing outside. Things could be worse. Things are probably not getting better. Wants to make true. you aware of that. I usually get one round, one allotment of time to find something in here, and we've all done that. That was the purpose of bringing Anaean into the fold, as it were, was the hope that he could help us with that aspect. Hmm. The only other thing I could think of is somehow, if we have a scroll of contact other plane, if we can take that magic out of a scroll and put it in something else. Perhaps, I don't know, I'm spitballing here. If it allows us to contact any realm, then perhaps we could go to any realm. I don't know. Maybe, but it sounds like we have we have a source okay. of far realm magic, so we don't even need to worry about it. Okay. All right. Well, I guess we should head back then. Okay. Grawl, give me a quick. Uh... Actually, uh, yeah, you all are heading back? Mm-hmm. So you want to wake up? Yes, please. I've got, I've got my, my, my die in hand. Did I need to do something? Um, I mean, waking up is as easy as, well, waking up. It's something all of you know how to do very naturally. And if that is what yeah. you choose to do, it is as simple as a breath. Do I have to guide them? I, I don't have to guide them back or anything. No. It happens. Cool. Yeah, waking up is very easy. It's getting here that's the tricky bit. Okay. So, Tirza, you choose to wake up? Oh, yeah. Okay. 
Sid Cherish. Yep. Okay. Sid, yeah. Uh, Your camera's uh, off, so we can't see you nodding. Uh, I'm. I yes, yes. I think about it for a bit, but yes. Okay. Judah wakes up, Etsuko wakes up, and Growl, you're left alone in the archive. Okay. Um, Your blood specters slowly gathering around you. Uh, does Mott make himself known at all, or is it still just the looming presence? You can sense him nearby. He's lurking. Always there. There's a sibilant hiss in the air. Did the um I'm trying to remember. Did the was the key ever a scroll? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh I'm going to turn it into that scroll. Turn it into the same scroll that you held the night you merged with your dream self. The way Mott told you that you were the same. Um, I, is this what you meant, Mott? There's an aggressive sense of yes. Yeah. But there's no words. Um, did I ever, like, look at the scroll? I'm this is this is every like time you've ago, opened it kinda... it's said something else. Okay, I would like to open it this time. It's been a while. Been a while. And the scroll will say in flowing abyssal script This is the only safe way to speak. Alright. I guess I'm speaking to the scroll. Can I, I can I understand the abyssal? Yeah, absolutely. Huh. Interesting. Alright. I does it want me to I guess uh is there like quill and part or like quill and ink somewhere nearby? No. Uh what if I try to write something with a finger on it? You're Tracing a finger on the scroll. Damn it. Alright. Okay. You can sense uh, Mott nearby chittering slightly. Okay, I nod. Anything else you'd like to add, my friend? And the script will morph and change like the text in a one of those weird crystal orbs where you can like slowly turn it and the image changes depending on what mm -hmm. you're looking at. And the words themselves will shift and morph and suddenly they're in Goblin and it says, you carry Black Mithril with you. I, to, to which, I mean, I go like, Reed goes, duh. Grawl also goes, oh my god, yes. I, I feel like, yes, I've known this the entire time. And I suggested this at some point, and people would, nah, that's totally not it. 
Okay. Is it the sword? What is it? And the language will shift again, and this time it's in common, and it says... You can lend its strength to other objects. Okay. When I stab things, it consumes. The book? What? And... It will shift to a language that you hesitate to read. Because it is in Aklo, but it says something else. Do you read it? Yep. Does my sanity die? Give me that sanity roll. <laughs> That's an 11. Okay. Ooh. Hang on as you read the language, as it says and intones into your mind. What is taken may be given. What is consumed may become something more. Sorry, I'm just writing this down. Sure. All right. And finally, it will shift the language one last time, and it will say in Goblin again, I can grant you this power. <laughs> What's the price, Mott? And it changes to Aklo again. I'm going to read it. What did you roll? What's your what's sanity the, check? What's, what's the, I'm trying to remember. What's the, uh, the thing? What do you mean? Four or above or whatever. If you roll a remember. one or a two, the die size goes lower. Okay, cool. Cool, because it's a four. Okay. You're good then. Yeah. Oh, boy. And you ask Mott what the price is, and he says, a gate. <laughs> and with that, I roll up the scroll and dismiss it, <sighs> and I wake up. Okay. Do you all find yourselves awaking in the Sanctum beneath the Halls of Wonder. Canaeus, off to one side, has concocted a tea service with biscuits and uh, some very nice coffee cake ready for everybody. The tea is shockingly the perfect temperature right when you wake up. Nearby... Uh, you'll see that Blizz has set up a small little, almost office desk on the end of the table and is kind of like writing missives and glances up over these, uh, half moon spectacles that you've never seen him wearing, but he's apparently wearing for doing intense writing. 
and as you all begin to like yawn and wake up and you find yourselves touching nothing in the center of this and Grawl, you're clutching at a scroll. Uh, which scroll is it, by the way? It's the... It is the black scroll that your sword has become. You're not going to like this. I like so few things these days, Grawl. Yeah, I... Um, so, shocker. Uh, I was wrong. Again. Um... So this scroll, see the scroll here. This is this is this is also the sword. Okay. Right. Right. Um. I. I can make what we need. It's going to cost something, though. Well, then. Okay, well, that seems like an easy choice because Etsuko and I found a spell that, I mean, it's going to need some prep work and some safety measures, but it's not going to, I don't know, cost us an arm or I, our soul or whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, um, Mott, Mott can, can give me that power, um. But it, it, it's a trade. I, I have to give him a gate. And what does that mean? He, he needs a way out, I guess. And just to be clear, you don't trust Mott, right? No. Right. Yeah. Okay. So then let's do this other thing. I don't. Oh. Okay. I'm just saying there is a way. He's never lied to me. I just. Yep. I don't know. It seems like a pretty easy decision to me. Unless you want to give him a way out. Again, no. whatever that means. I'm dismissing the scroll, by the way. Okay. Well, at the very least, we can let everybody know that we now have a source of aberrant magic. Yes, we should contact Shadoran and mm, go through with this, have leave Alfira go through with this purchase of the Mithril and see what we can do about creating as safe a space as we can to do this ritual. And I'll kind of lock eyes with Etsuko. And Etsuko will nod and say, and we should perhaps contact the abjurationist as well it may be beneficial to have those magics ready to go once the mithril is imbued rather than letting black mithril just sit about yeah 
Hmm. This may be a a grand multi-layered ritual that we will be conducting. Well, any way that any of us can help, I mean, we'll do. Uh, well, I guess we're kind of assuming that Suorin is a magic user. I don't know if he's ever said that out loud. We're definitely assuming that, yes. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. You've seen him using magic. Right, so, like, it's not a crazy thing to think. But, like, little things like prestidigitation and manipulating certain right. illusions. You don't that know could how... could be an elf thing. Yeah. You also know high elves are inherently magical. Yeah. Yeah. So, but we can... Pro but Etsuko and I could probably do this ourselves... And we could get, if we get Grawl's help, like, we could probably, like, just, we could probably do it between the three of us. Yeah, I mean, two warlocks dumping in some eldritch power. No problem. Etsuko is glancing over at you, Grawl, and she will say, If your patron was freed... What would happen to you? I don't know. I have an idea, but I... I don't know if it's right. I... I, I have bad suspicions. All just theories at this point, really. It's like a whole lot of them. Perhaps it is best that we stick with the spell that Cherish and I found, then. Sounds good. Yes. Judah is decidedly quiet as you all pick yourselves up off the ground and uh, begin getting some of Kinesis tea, if you want it. Um, yeah, pound that tea. Tirza looks... Like the opposite of a long rest. Tirza looks haggard. Just like big old circles under her eyes. And yes, I will be I will drink the fuck out of some tea. Judah <laughs> looks very similar to Tirza in a way. It seems as though this was not a restful experience for him. Yeah. Y'all wanted to fucking go. Mm. <laughs> But you all consume of the tea. You eventually learn that mm, almost the entire afternoon has passed you by. It is now early evening. Yeah. Hey, yep. we can go again in, uh, in a couple hours. Who's ready for round two? Let's go. Mm -hmm. Yes, actually, yeah. Cherish would be super up for that. I know you're yeah. kidding, but... <laughs> no, I know I know. Cherish would super be down. Take me back to the library! <laughs> and yeah, you now all know that it is possible to bring guests to the dream archive if you ever so choose to do it again there are dark truths to be learned there indeed mm -hmm. and as you something you'd like to say Tirza yeah speaking of that speaking of bringing guests uh, round two of tea or whatever, um, Tirza will press a 
mug into Grawl's hand and say, I'm sorry that your patron uh, and your relationship with him affects you like this. It seems it seems very difficult and I wish you didn't have to go through it. Uh, and then she'll like make direct eye contact and her gaze will go kind of flinty and she'll say but if you ever bring me to that place again I will do everything in my power to destroy it. And then she'll walk away. Smile on his face doesn't sound like a terrible idea. Sounds like a terrible idea if you ask certain people. But... <laughs> hey, if it pisses off Vinny's Steinbrook, that's just the cherry on top. He can't have it if I burn it to the fucking ground. Oh my god, oh, no, I can't he... wait for I can't wait for us to meet him again and be like, hey, hey, guess what? Guess, guess where we went? Guess who's we've all been, been to the archive. Mm. No, 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 no. Oh, Do not oh, you, tell him that. You haven't no. been to the archive? Mm. No, 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 no. Oh my no. god, not... everybody's been there. Honestly, love... the, co- oh the collection could have been better. I was not Even super impressed. Etsuko, who we just met, has been to the archive, yeah. so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, don't say that shit, because once he oh, figures man. out how he can get in he simply doesn't know about how to get there that's all i do. now you guys know he will torture the fuck out of you to get that shit don't say we can't help him with thing. that mm. he'll just have to fucking kill us that's fine with me okay all right when y'all are bleeding from your eyes <laughs> and i tap on my r- invisible ring going like <laughs> wish you had one of these now don't you oh this is all out of character fuck oh Zippity, zippity, <laughs> zippity, Scott. So, you all uh, have the evening ahead of you to do whatever it is you wish. Prepare for Just what hang is to out. Come. <laughs> There's a, a grand ritual to be assembled, it seems. The components of which will be varied and esoteric, but you have lines on everything you might need. Finding the grounds to which to prepare this ritual might be tricky. You're not sure if doing it here in the Sanctum would necessarily be a good idea. But to do it in like a safe made of complete metal. (laughs) I think we are going to give you all a week to begin to think about exactly how and where you want to do this ritual that will imbue Mithril with the power of the Far Realm and twist it to your own somewhat good purposes. And uh, until then, you can, of course, find us on Twitter at MattComRPG. That's spelled M-A-T-C-O-M-R-P-G. And of course, we have an email address, which is materialcomponentsrpg at gmail.com. 
We love hearing from all of our listeners. All of them. Every single one. Yeah. We do. Even you, Will. Mm -hmm. Even you. Especially, Especially you, Will. Uh, <laughs> you know which one uh... you are. I mean, he he does. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he really does. Um, and also, shout outs to my mom, our other very avid listener. Um, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Elliot C. Lewis. Uh, having fun isn't hard when you've got a library card. <laughs> we do. We're basically best friends with a library card. A, a walk, living, walking one. <laughs> um, you can find me on Twitter at CryOutOlivia. Come hang out and tell me how mean it is for me, Olivia, to be like, oh, Reed, do this thing because it'll be cool and interesting. And then in character be like, I hate you for doing this thing. I <laughs> I'm mean, so sorry, like, bud. <laughs> like, hey, you detect as an aberration. Should I follow this aberration into this dark, spooky nether realm kind of bullshit? Mm, hey, if you ever take me a, there again, I'll kill you. It's the cognitive it's the cognitive dissonance of, hey, me traveling with these two people literally goes against my entire uh, uh, sense of being. Yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> also, the oath that gives me power. <laughs> it's all good. It's fine. Fine. Probably For won't now. have any negative consequences. <laughs> None. I haven't felt any negative consequences with my patron. Not at mm -hmm. all. If you want to follow me and my patron because he <laughs> watches everything, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram <laughs> at the Redimus. Find me. Do it. <laughs> You're a coward. You. <laughs> Do it. Find you first. See you. Doug. I don't know any dogs. Is there some way you could best support the show, Lisman? Oh, sorry. For some reason, <laughs> I thought Elliot still needed. I'm very tired. Um, yeah, there's a a really great way that uh, you can support the show if you remember to do it. I uh, can't remember anything um, at the moment. Uh, but what you can do is find our podcast. Well, you've already found it. You're listening to it right now. But. <laughs> <laughs> the ramblings of a madman. Very uh, late at night. Yeah. Uh, hey, you no, know we... this podcast you love? Go find it. Go find it again. Uh, fetch. Uh, no, uh, please uh, rate and review our podcast on the platform that you are listening to it with. Um, it's really important that we hear from you guys. Uh, it's really important that other people can see what you think. Um, so uh, do that, uh, and if you do rate and review our podcast uh you can include in the subject line a name of an npc and we will put that name no matter how silly we will put it in this campaign damn it it's true uh who wrote all those books that line. you were reading in the library it could be a very silly name written by you <laughs> our listener yeah yeah and if you give us enough reviews uh, I'll consider that enough payment for my, and I won't have to suffer the consequences. Okay, please yeah. do it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It is, I, I feel like it, at that point, it just becomes like a warlock MLM. Like, <laughs> oh, here are, here are my, here are the people I'm offering up to you. <laughs> that is the darkest of, of, of warlock patrons. <laughs> Most uh, and of course, uh, you can find me on Twitter at MK Cargoni because uh, take a look. It's in a book. 
that you found in the archive. <laughs> and you can find our good, good friend Omatep on Twitter at NPC underscore AN, because even when he is a monkeyless vendor of items that would probably be super useful right now, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> he is, of course, an important NPC. Yeah, my goal with the the ads uh, going forward until Alexander has returned is just like, he's going to start rattling off really useful items that would be like extremely helpful right about now until Alexander has yeah. returned to him. <laughs> Not my Gundam suit. It's a legally distinct Gundam suit. It is legally uh, distinct. Uh, in between the patrons. <laughs> oh, no. Is that anything? It's close. In between the lions? Yeah, yeah. No, I got there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. But of course, Ooh. thank you all so much for listening. Uh, as always, the world is chaos. So please, 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 now, of all times, be kind to one another. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Toodaloo.